Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the war room. We got Tess, Kill, Jimmy, PJ, be off in a hot block commander. How you want to end up on a two-hour show to keep the brain running with the premise of talk sports on a national level. Both with the topic, sort of like the rubber. When it's game time, they like the fat five during prime time. Sports conglomerates speak their minds a little bit. For sports medicine and sports veterans and greats. The 4 for 26, so the war ain't can wait. It's the war room with five nights at the round table. Five silly guys diversified and educated. Still, good people out there in War Room Nation, you are once again live in the War Room, brought to you by War Room Sports on the War Room Sports Podcast Network. I'm one of your hosts, Devin McMillan. I'm in the building with my brothers, B. Austin and Jimmy Blueprint. Going to join us in just a few seconds. It's NFL draft time, so we're also joined by special guest co-host and my co-host on Cover 2 with McMillan and Purdue. Uh, we got the homie Fred Purdue in the building. Look, the NBA playoffs exciting as well. So we'll hit on that before we go on the full draft mode in the second hour. So everybody settle in, keep it locked here, and to get in on the conversations, make sure you join us right now in the JW Philly Realty chat room at blogtalkradio.com slash the war room, or you can join us on Facebook or Twitter at War Room Sports. You can also call us directly in about 10 minutes. We open up the digital stream tech hotline. That number is usually 324 one last thing before we get the conversation started, make sure that during the week when we're not live on the air, you check out archive episodes of our show at warroomsports.com, the War Room Sports mobile app, iTunes, TuneIn, Stitch, most other places you do your podcast listening. What's good, fellas? Before we get started, I just got to, you know, let y'all know, because I'm sure y'all, you know, been following, but y- y'all man Kanye has basically been reporting to us live from the sunk place this week. What's up with him? Yeah. Um, I mean, listen, you know where I'm going to go. <laughs> there have always throughout history, throughout throughout the history of the world, been those that subscribe to the purposes and position of their oppressor. Subscribe to it. So Kanye, of, for of several what? reasons, is so... Their, of their oppressor. Okay, that's what we're talking about right now. That's what we're talking about right now. So, your man Kanye is A, detached from the experiences of normal people because he's a little off as an artist. B, he's also looking for attention. Don't get it twisted. He's got an album dropping soon, so he's trying to make a press run, and Kanye's Kanye's press runs always start off with drawdaddy.com. Look at me. How much attention can I draw? What can I say? What can I do that's crazy 
Now, he's not the type of person I don't believe that just says things that he doesn't believe. So I actually think that he believes at least a semblance of what he's saying. But he's also realizes that he's going to move the needle in terms of of by saying it of his of people. Yeah. <laughs> And the way he's telling people, like people are like surprised and shocked, and you know, I heard the 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 joke that I used in the beginning. I've heard the sunken place joke, like Kanye, man, he in the sunken place. I'm like, people, Kanye has been in the sunken place for at least a decade. He's been in the sunken place since his mom. You don't you don't wear you don't wear Ralph Lauren rugby anymore. He got music coming out, so now he's just reporting live from the sunken. He's Communicating from the sunken place. Yeah, he's been he, in he don't wear polo. He don't wear polo no more. This is not Chicago Kanye West. This is I'm married to a white woman with a black woman's body, and I don't experience what y'all Negroes experience with the police, Kanye. You know, and that's the other thing about being wealthy in America. When you're rich, I mean, really, really rich and black, you actually have to work to reconnect with the rest of humanity because your experience isn't that of a normal human nor a normal black person being where yeah, he is, is um, as wealthy as so he's going to Calabasas Kanye Calabasas Kanye that's wow <laughs> that's what that is all I, all, right, all I have to say all I have to say with this one is in, in, in the spirit of draft day hashtag draft day um, with the third pick in the race draft the hmm. African American people have, or we, no, I'm sorry, the African people made a trade. have decided to trade. Have decided to make a trade. I, I'm, I, you can choose whoever you want. We're trading down. Um, and Kanye, bye. Yeah, just <laughs> we'll move back just a saying. couple spots and pick up Rachel Doza, whatever <laughs> Doza or whatever yeah. her name is. Shout yeah. out to that yeah. sister. <laughs> Power to the yeah. people. All yeah. right, look, man. Exactly. <laughs> Uh, before we get to all the, you know, the NBA playoffs and then, of course, the NFL draft, which our last hour of the show is going to be based on, um, we're going to let y'all know what happened this week while y'all were on that grind. Why you're on the grind? We're going to see about the book. We're tired of reading the Nemo Sports book with the list ranking, imaginary starting lineups. Um, you know, even the, the, the kind of stuff when as soon as, one legend from a new era makes, uh, you know, scores four points. You know, we bring legends from the, the old era instead of just appreciating what we're seeing. If you're tired of that kind of sports and sports talk, then look, y'all got to read sports. S-P-O-R-T-S. Smart people only read the sports. It's a mixture of sports and hip-hop culture to keep you on the edge of your seat and to keep you laughing like you're watching a comedy special. So just go to sportsthebook.com. Or get your copy from our website at worldinsports.com. Just don't miss the movement. Look, man, I don't know if this first story is true or not. I mean, there was a photo, but I don't know if the thing was left or if they just popped it in there and took a picture. But somebody, some fan, some visitor to to the Pro Football Hall of Fame rolled up a $100 bill and stuck it into the nose on the bust of Cowboys Hall of Famer Michael Irvin. Now, we know what that was all about. We know about his cocaine problems in the past. Yo, y'all think that that's fair or foul, man? Did y'all laugh when y'all saw that, or, or, or did y'all think it was too foul to laugh at? 
<sighs> Did you have to go there? I mean, it, it, it's it, I understand it would have to be funny, but that's a little bit foul, man. That's a little bit foul. So probably somewhere both. <laughs> I would probably say like like you laugh. And then you laugh before you really think about how that's, you know, how that could affect a person, how it could affect their family, stuff like that. But no, I mean, when I saw it, I'm not going to front. You know, it was one of those, like, damn, that's messed up. But ha ha, chuckle, chuckle. (laughs) I got to get a laugh in before I get all serious type of thing. (laughs) So so we know know how P. Austin felt about it when he the way he's laughing, Fred, no. I'm just <laughs> curious. P. Austin, have you made a recent trip to the Pro Football Hall of Fame? <laughs> ah, I wish that <laughs> might have been your work. Yo. Hey, somebody's yeah. red-handed. Yo, that's why they can't take me nowhere. Um, <laughs> I, Listen, man, I am men of a certain age. Men of a certain age, and, and, and Fred, you may get this. You may get there someday. We're hopeful. I'm I'm betraying your age. Fred is our young boy, man. He he's he's a he's a little wet behind the ears. Smart young boy, man. Loves this sports thing of ours. But listen, I I'm not disingenuous, man. When people do things that I know that I would do and that I find <laughs> funny, you would do it. I don't I don't you know what I'm saying? Like I can't hold I can't get on air in, in this in this media world and get to fronting and, and condemning people for stuff that I, I know I do that. I know I do that. So. <laughs> I can't really, I can't. It's funny, but I'm trying not to laugh. That's, that's really my whole thing. I'm trying not to laugh because <laughs> I'm laughing inside. I'm laughing. Yeah. See, men of B. Austin's age, this is when, I don't know, man. I was banging seven gram rocks and finishing them because that's how I roll. I have one speed. I have one gear. Go. <laughs> no, I am an eagle to decay. Yeah, <laughs> my filter. My filter. Listen, man. I ain't, I'm not going. Listen, yo, that was a great joke. Whoever did that, salute to you. You are a friend of the show. <laughs> that's my uh, job. <laughs> I wonder what Michael Irvin had to say about that man. Stay away from the crack Which I think is pretty good advice Unless you can manage it socially Dan If you can manage it socially then go for it But not a lot of people can you know Alright so we have a We have an issue in the world of track and field uh, Pastor Semenya who is a South African Olympic champion. Um, She was born with uh, differences in her sexual development. Um, There's an acronym for that. It's called DSD. Um, So she basically was born with elevated natural testosterone. (laughs) And, And for her to continue to compete, they said she had to reduce her level for a continuous six months period um, before she's actually eligible to compete again. So the, the, the options that they're giving her is take medicine to reduce your testosterone levels or 
be banned from this particular event. And I believe she runs the 800 meter um, and she's been dominating it for quite a while now. Y'all got any thoughts on this? I mean, because we already have the issue in this country right now of transsexuals um, playing in sports that, you know, they weren't naturally born for, you know, you have a, a guy, somebody who was born a, a man wrestling women and, and by, you know, all kinds of stuff that's been going on, but she's naturally a woman, but she has a condition where she has elevated levels of testosterone. Listen, so do y'all think this I'm, is I'm, fair considering the world the, we live in now? Is this fair? I'm the resident, I'm the resident track and field guy. And by that, uh, we mean that I do occasionally watch a race or two every month or so, and I do look at uh, the celebrate the corporeality of the African sprinter. Um, this is, you know, I, we don't have much thought on this, but uh, Caster does look like her name is Pastor Troy. I ain't gonna hold you. I ain't gonna lie to you, <laughs> Caster Troy. Um, but. The 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 problem but at with the this, same with time this, she was born with natu- lady parts. No 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 no. I'm going I'm going I'm 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 with you and you. The way you posed the question was to me a little a little biased, but I respect it and I understand why. She has never done anything to alter her performance that we know of. It's not a put. This is her natural being. This is who she is. There is you this in essence supports performance enhancement, or in this case it's the opposite of performance enhancement because this is the person's enhancement. natural <laughs> this is the person's natural God given ability. You can't right. take that away. They're saying we're going to take it away from you, which is the opposite side of the coin of someone utilizing performance enhancing drugs. So they're asking her to be less of herself, less of what God made her, so that other people who aren't as fast, and that's what happens in track and field. Whenever there's a, there's a, a group of people or a person that stands out from a particular team, there's always protests, and there's always the request that that person be subjugated somehow or check. It's unfair that they're so good. And that's what this is. And I've witnessed it since this young woman was 16 years old. I followed her career. She probably about 23, 24. Now when she was 16, she was running grown man times. I didn't say grown woman. I said grown man times at 16 years old. So she's been on the world scene since she was a teenager. And yo, we can't. Yeah. I mean, See, that's the thing. This is unfair. The history man. of man, like we've had Man Jones. <laughs> Jamie, like we've had that. Before, Jamie Lee this Curtis was before, this was before men actually started to make themselves Jones. So they started to make themselves women. So, like, I don't think this is fair because no matter what her levels of testosterone is, she was born a woman. She hasn't done anything to alter that. They hating because her clitoris is a little bigger than the average woman. Come on, man. That's not fair. <laughs> they said she could either be forced to compete against men facing distances above 1,600 meters unless she takes this daily medication. I just think this is really crazy because 
because of what I brought up, because we have that other side of the coin where you actually have people fighting for equal rights to be able to just say, I, I, I identify as this, so I should be able to do this as this. But this is really a woman who happens yeah. to be a bit manly, naturally, you, and, and they can't do yeah, the other, the other, The other side of that, though, is as much as I support her remaining intact and that this new rule is completely unfair – completely unfair i also realize if they allow her to race and they and they strike this rule you do realize there's going to be a whole rash of lady boys trying to run in female events that's different to me yeah i know they i know they're gonna find a way to to do that but whatever all right um did y'all hear about the situation up in pennsylvania at the golf course um there were five black women playing on the golf course um i believe that other people on the course believe that these women were playing a little too slowly so they had words with them then they asked the women to leave they ended up calling the police on these women um Mm -hmm. (laughs) uh what did y'all think of i mean what did y'all think about when when you heard this um, I mean, right. I mean, this is in the Fred, recent shadows of the Starbucks incident in Philadelphia. Fred, Fred, Fred didn't give us any Alabama thoughts on casters. Fred didn't give us He's any cool. thoughts on casters. Okay, he can give us his thoughts on the five golf people. What, Fred? What, what did you think about when you heard this? When I saw this, I was one. I was just very angry because first off, is if you if you actually go deeper into it, the story tells that. They took a the people behind them had taken a break, so they started taking their time. And it just seems like no matter what we as black people do, it just seems like we can never just just do what we do. We can't just have fun like everybody else. We always have to move along, or you can't be do something as sophisticated. You don't have the right privilege. Stick, stick. It, it seems like it, it. You know how it's almost like it's like with athletes stick to football. They say black people stick to basketball and football. That's it. You can't be a if you're not Tiger Woods, you can't you can't play golf. And quite honestly, these, these women they were a part of an organization where they encouraged women to play golf and educate themselves. And it just seems like anytime we do something to further. Um, further ourselves as people, we can't. And it's really, it's just sad that something like this couldn't be resolved. And if you actually watch the video, if there wasn't any kind of reasoning, they had no grounds of doing it. It was just, we, we, we know don't really want you here it. anywhere. But we, we know, know why. Yeah, we know Out, the reason. We know why, but publicly, outwardly, there's no reasoning. You can't give us a reason because you can't say that on camera. Of course. Yeah, and and the police um, did the right thing this time. You know, they got there and quickly determined that it wasn't a police issue, so they spoke to both parties and they rolled out. But um, you know, the fact that it happened, I would like, I would like to point uh, our listeners to a couple of things. If you if you guys want to do a social research, your own social research project, I want you to look at churches, prisons, nightclubs. And golf courses and look at the segregation that occurs there and golf courses believe it or not are one of the last bastions 
like complete bastions of white supremacy because many, 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 many golf courses across the country are still segregated um, and probably will remain so, whether it's written in stone or it's uh, or it's not. You know, it, it's this segregation occurs. So white privilege and white entitlement told these gentlemen, how dare these Negro women come on our golf course and and dare to play golf. This is, you know, this is the great white man sport. This is where our business deals are made. This is where we talk about black people. This is where we say the things, you know. So that's that's what a golf course represents. So for them to be in the inner sanctum of that, yo, come on, man. You know what it is. You know what though? Jimmy and I had a conversation. Jimmy and I had this conversation all the time. So I'm mad he's not here yet because like, first of all, I, like, this new influx of black people playing golf, and I'm saying this stuff with, you know, I, there are a lot of my friends that, you know, I am running the risk of offending you. But, you know, I, all the, the, the influx of black trying to play golf and all that kind of stuff, saying we can't do things and, and do all that, but for the reasons that, you know, when I'm asked to play golf and when I say I don't play, the reasons that they give me, like, would be just said, man, you know, deals are made on the golf course and this and that. I'm like, well, I made mean, no and none of them happen on the golf course. Like, they, I can make a deal in Hooters. Like, I can make a deal on the phone. I can make a deal <laughs> at my house. Word. I can make a deal like at the strip club. I can make a deal at church. Like, yo, so, golf so, is trash. That to always be the same cliche that I hear. Like it, it start. You know, it starts to bother me, and. Like, I don't know. It's, it's just like people I know are going out in droves, dressing, you know, getting dressed up in their little golf gear and everybody buying clubs and all this kind of stuff. Golf trash. And and don't really play that much. Like, I just think it's a lot of faking going on here. And, yo, again, like, why are we so pressed to fake, to push our way into something that <laughs> – Yo, Jimmy, Jimmy, you gotta, Jimmy, you gotta get your bars off on this one. I'm just gonna say this. I'm just gonna keep it, keep it funky. Jimmy and I talk know, about this man, all the time, man. Because men, men of a certain age, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a on myself as the, as the resident educated brother from the bank. Y'all know that I tried to get out there on the golf course twice. I'm not telling you that I've never a, been. Oh, I made. Man, a, I've been to the driving range. Look, I've been to top golf. Uh, I made a fool. I made a fool of myself. I ain't buying like the shoes and the boys and men outfits, and I'm not spending money on no clubs. It's just stuff like that. Like if my son was interested at at this young age, he said he wanted to learn how to play golf. Okay, I might do a little something for him. But for me, you know, for with my background and with the things that I like, I mean, a lot of things that I don't do, like a lot of people consider it square. You know what I'm saying? Because when all guys want to sit back and drink and smoke cigars and play golf and all that, I, I don't do that. But like I said, I've plenty of deals and it didn't, you know, have to include any stuff. So for that cliche to always come out like, man, it's, just, it's that game where, you know, you deals on the golf course. Okay, you can also just go out there and talk Listen, trash man. on the golf course like we do anywhere else. <laughs> Yo, cat, cat, cats is frauds. 
At least I know how to do that. Yeah, we can shoot up a rough. Yo, Lil, let's throw some shots up. We ain't even got to play like real hardcore. Let's just throw mm. some threes up. You know what I'm saying? Like, what's wrong with y'all dudes? I mean, y'all dudes are frauds. Then y'all, <laughs> y'all got a nerve. Y'all be out there. Y'all be out there like fake smoking cigars. Knowing y'all like smoke. Yo, a lot of y'all don't even like y'all even like cigars. Y'all like y'all fake the cognac, John. Y'all all fuck me. Be like, man. be like forty six over par because y'all can't really play. Yo, yo, getting hot called on you because you're taking too yo. long because you can't really play. Yo, they, yo, <laughs> when I played, when I played, they should have called the cops on me. I was that bad. I was like, yo, how yeah, do people do I'm this? the same way. How do my people do times, this? My couple times doing it. I, I'm like you, Dev. I'm I'm staying away. I'm staying away from yeah, like, I'm like I I did it. I'll, I'll, I'll not, go. You know? I'll have I'll drink with you. I'll whatever. But yeah, and, and my, but my thing is this. So here's my thing. If you like it, you like it. Like some people really like golf, and if you genuinely like just, it, good. Yeah. A lot Jimmy of y'all lying. I, Jimmy's conversation deals with the people who are definitely faking. You know what I'm saying? Like y'all lying. <laughs> Yo, they be they be fake smoking cigars, knowing they hate they hate cigars, but they. They think it makes them look a certain but way. They hate cognac. They want to sit the cognac. Right. That dude's all frauds, man. Yeah. And that's it, me. Dude, dude, like, I never, you're like, right. I don't judge anybody. Drink, like, be honest. No, you know why. I don't, like, I don't like the taste of most alcohol. Any kind of smoke gives me a headache. So why am I going to sit there and put myself through this to look cool with other people? And, that's and because of my consumption habits, I need the black brother to remain. Thinking they're going to be out on the golf course. Like, <laughs> I like I like I like I like pizza and scantily clad women. But at the end of the day, man, it's all about what you like, man. So my whole my whole thing is do, on, what man. You like, man. do what. Not many what deals, like. me and Jimmy, that made or a pie and some. That's <laughs> you do. We make deals with pizza, man. Let's go get a pizza, make a deal, man. Make I'm gonna make over pizza and an IG model, man. You already know, make man. Make a deal with Lorenzo and son. Shout out to them. Got the Caspi, <laughs> man. I, I find it funny, but it's funny because we had this conversation this week, like based on the story. Like, yo, why can't you be out there? You don't even, you don't even want to be there. You don't want to be there anyway. That's what I'm, I'm telling you, man. People be out there dressed wrong, 106 over par, <laughs> not knowing that that ain't good because you don't even know how to keep score because you don't play this game. Oh, H, man. All right, we spent a lot of time doing that, and I'm pretty sure we offended half the people that listen to the show. Get over it. Um, Milwaukee. Right. You know, Greek is the biggest thing going in Milwaukee. Like, like awesome. what else does Milwaukee have besides, like, Bratwurst and Greek Freak? Anyway, there was a taco joint that's in the news apologizing because they were too busy to seat Giannis Antetokounmpo when he walked into their joint. Now that's you know, you don't you don't gotta sweat no man for real, for real. But that's kind of a bad yeah. luck when that's all your city has. <laughs> like at least give the man a table. Like I'm not saying kick somebody else out, but at least give the man some uh you know don't be too busy to serve the dude. You know what I'm saying? At least talk to him and let him know what you know, what the deal is. Like what can y'all think of anything that's equivalent of that? Like because we're not we're not from a small place like that, so um, we don't. But even being from the big city, there's certain dudes, you know, figures that can walk around the city, and no one will ever be too busy for them. And for me, when I go, me, when I go to Maxwell right on Broad and Erie, right. <laughs> no, but all they have, day, man, like you don't even have TV um, on the sports. 
all, all, all I'm saying is they would they would I bet you they would have found a spot for Aaron Rodgers <laughs> if he if he made the check down from Green Bay. <laughs> they would have they would have yeah, found they would have found like you know they they would have found some spots for Aaron Rodgers man they might have found a spot for Matthew Delavadova. But I'm, I'm just saying that. <laughs> what about Malcolm Brock? <laughs> what, what is your point? What are you Look driving at, Jimmy? Yeah, I'm just saying. What are you trying I'm, to I'm just say? saying. When when he leaves and goes and plays in Miami, don't be mad about it then. I don't want to hear y'all mouth then. Y'all can't even get my man like. Hey, I don't want him in Miami. Hey, hey, hey. I don't want him in Miami. Not that. Matthew. You talking about Freak. You don't want Freak in Miami? You don't no, want the don't Greek want, Freak in Miami? No, I don't. Yo, I don't. Fred. I, are you going to have to explain that? that no, Fred. Fred. Oh, oh, you rather no. have white side. I got it. No, 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 no. Oh, he, oh, no. he trying to keep that cat room for Bronny to come back. That ain't going to happen, dude. No, I don't, no, 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 no. All right, well, you're going to have to explain real quick before we move on. Why you, why, I'm, I'm going to let you, uh, see, see, you're going to kill like, me. Like, look, Fred, if we said that, you could kind of understand it, because if you look at our roster right now, as talented as he is, like, all right, be a difficult fit, but I'm still not going to be sitting there like, I don't want Greek Freak, like, Let's try to make well, it work. Here's my reason. There's, here's only, my reason. there's only a couple players. There's only a couple players you would take reason. over him. So I'm trying to hear. I'm trying to hear this this logic you got. Personally, not I'm not a big. I'm he not a big. Uh, Wade to lose his spot to injury. Deion Wade be trash. Stop it. Stop it. He should. They should never sign him. There's a couple players. Personally, 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 what? All right, let let him talk because I'm 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 curious. All right. So, I personally, I. I would love to have Ben Simmons over him because personally, they're not even it's not even close. Honestly, Cooper, you ain't getting him. One of those. You, you, you yeah, ain't getting him because Ben Simmons but, tacos. But they, they do a lot of tacos. For me too. personally, I think his game is good. his game is kind of limited, and he's not going to develop as a shooter. So once we figure out, oh, he can't really do much outside. His actual shot is getting better as the season progresses. And you said, I, he can't shoot, but I want Ben Simmons. That's not shade. That's not shade. I mean, I trust, I trust that Ben Simmons is going to get a better shot. His shot's going to get better. Fred I don't said, trust how. What's your fan? What, what, based but what, on what? what I'm saying, what I'm, what I'm saying is his shot is already getting better as the season progresses. He's shooting very well, like me outside the playoffs. His shot is getting better, but I don't know. I mean, you also said Zach Randolph can't go left, so I gotta watch what I'm saying. We ain't talking yeah. college football, so you, so so I gotta watch him. You know, because that don't make any my, sense to me. I don't me, want him. For me, for me, person, and and this is just me. I don't think he he is what he is, and I don't think he's going to get by leaps and bounds better as a shooter. So you're going to Yo. be stuck with a player that great. He's a if if he as listen. a ball handler, great. That's great. Listen, being able to a rebound, as a ball, a ball handler, handler, what are you talking rebound. about? Yo, what are you talking about? Hold on, be on. He said as a ball handler, great. What are you talking about? Have you watched this guy? What this guy's about? gotten leaps and bounds better every season he's been in the league. What are you talking no, about? No, it, it, it gets even it gets even worse because my my whole thing is this, and this is I'm being objective here. This is not a shot. Yo, Irvin Magic Johnson wasn't a shooter, but he was one of the greatest point guards to ever walk the earth. Like you don't have to be a three point shooter to be successful and be a great player. So I don't even know that he needs to develop some great. Yeah, he's six. 
Yeah, he's he six, don't. 11, he dominates. To the rack. Listen, hold up. Here's six, my thing. 14. Yeah, he's probably like 7 or 12. But my thing is, there's <laughs> literally only a couple guys that I would take over him. Um, I mean, it's probably Anthony Davis. Right, na- right now, I, I mean, mm-hmm. I wouldn't take Brown over him because Brown is on the other side of his career. I would take Anthony yeah. Davis. Yes, I would. But outside of Anthony Davis and maybe make the argument for Ben Simmons or, or, or even else? Joel Embiid, outside of that, who else are you talking? Who else? There's, there's who else? maybe no. like four or five yeah. guys you, you that tripping. you can name. You that people, people have started to and forget about Anthony Davis a little bit. They don't realize Anthony Davis, he's he been 24 for like the last six years. If I can take any player if I can take any player in the league right now is Anthony Davis and that's over anybody. I mean I'm talking about yeah. every No, no, I, I feel I feel you. I feel right, now, and Anthony that's Davis, and that's based on that's based on his game and his age. If, if Anthony of that, Davis played in another if Anthony Davis played in another market and gave you ten percent less production, he would get thirty percent more accolades. I love the Poma statistic. That was a fire Poma. But here's my thing, though. Here's my thing, though. Outside of that, there's not too many other people I would take over the Greek freaking. When I look at Miami's roster, for you to say that, uh, Fred, you bugging, yo. I don't want him on my team. That that garbage-ass team, y'all got. (laughs) You don't want to be on that garbage-ass team, y'all got. (laughs) Shout out to KC Mack in the World Sports Game Time group. He said too much walking in golf. (laughs) Let me go down there and team, let me go down there and super team with White Side. I'm a super team with White Side and Dragic. White Side, Dragic. I, 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 can I think the only now. reason I would go out there is to drive a cart. <laughs> <laughs> that is why. <laughs> That's the only reason I would actually go out there. All right, but yeah, Fred, you know, no, Fred, no right, disrespect to your team, but White Side is a piece of. Sh- I'm, I'm sorry, go ahead, Dad. We said. I'll go ahead. I would somebody to disrespect my own team and tell you. White side is is trash. You shouldn't have paid Tyler Johnson. You shouldn't have paid Dion. Oh, why did you give Tyler Johnson all that money? And who is he? They get because they tried to spike D Wade. That's why they thought he was going to use the get artist formerly known as Flash. Sorry, the artist formerly known as Flash. Um, because you can say the artist, for whatever the artist, reason, the, the artist who sometimes pulls put a put on shows the up flash. for one game mm-hmm. and gives you whatever. He'll give you something and then that's hey. it. Yeah, who had a better series? Who had a better series, D Wade or Whiteside? Who had a better series, D Wade or anybody? <laughs> anybody? I was gonna say. I mean, outside of outside of Goran Dragic, nice. slapping the slapping, slapping nice, the living but... hell out of Ben Simmons. I mean, this this Heat team doesn't. They can't score. They play. They play okay defense. Oh. But but that's my point. Yeah, y'all so just, when, y'all, when y'all get down, y'all just start gooning it up. But we'll, we'll talk about yeah, this. We start playing goomba. I blame yeah, Pat we'll, Riley we'll for that. But for you. All right, yeah, we will. We will. Hey, Dev, let, let me get some birthday shout outs real quick. Let me get some birthday shout outs real quick. Um, and, uh, you know, the birthdays are brought to you by the creator. Nobody. <laughs> nobody. I'm about to say, get that. Anyway, listen, um, Anyway, uh, first birthday I want to bring up is uh, one Mark Davis. Mark Davis turns 45, and we'd like to say happy yeah. birthday to one Mark Davis. And we yeah. only put him on there because he used to play for the Sixers. He was trash, and nobody's wishing him birthday shout-outs but us. But happy birthday. Cause <laughs> um, <laughs> better than Whiteside. Um, <laughs> next yeah, birthday. Anybody's better than Whiteside. Stop. <laughs> yeah, next birthday is Natron Means, and Natron Means Business is turning 46. My birthday. Yay! 
Yo. Last but not least, Natron. Your nickname is Fire. Yo, and Natron means business. How you have that many nicknames and be that average? I mean, his brain on the top. Yeah, he wasn't terrible. He wasn't terrible, but you ain't good enough to have multiple nicknames. Yeah, I mean, his brain in the middle was short like Leprechaun. (laughs) Anyway, um. Right. One of the masters of the one of the masters of the triangle offense, and one of the guys who made it possible for Michael Jordan to win as many rings as he is. We want to give a birthday salute to one Bill Winnington, who turned fifty-five. It's my birthday! Yay! <laughs> I'm so we like to give a big warm salute to all these folks on their birthday or their birthday week, and we can move forward, good brothers. Yeah, that is crazy. Yeah, I, I ain't a heart on the great Michael Jordan. You know he. Scotty won rings in the era of the big man with Winnington as a starting center. <laughs> they completely changed <laughs> what was going on in the game at that time. All right, so real quick, man, we're going we're gonna to talk about uh, some hot topics real quick, um, NBA playoff stuff. Uh, and of course, in the second half, we're going to get into this draft talk and let Fred Purdue shine. But right now, until then, you guys can definitely – our website at warroomsports.com. Um, while you're there, just take your time, look around, click on some stuff. If you got some questions, you can hit us up um, where it says contact us on the site, or you can email us at info at warroomsports.com. While you're there, make sure you read our blogs, uh, you buy some memorabilia, go to our uh, social media tabs. Everything's on there. You can even go in there and lay down a few bets, and I'll actually let you know how to do that in a minute. You can buy tickets to any game you want to go to. You could check scores. You could do just about anything you need to do. So just go browse. But if you want to get with us right now during the show, you could jump in that JW Philly Realty chat room, blogtalkradio.com slash the war room. You can enter the chat room by signing up for a free profile on Blog Talk Radio if you don't already have one. But if you don't want to do all that, you can sign into your Facebook and Twitter accounts. But while you're there, make sure you follow because that'll get you updates and reminders about the show. We're going to be taking questions from that chat room, Facebook, Twitter, everything um, during the show. But if you want to call in and speak with us, the Digital Extreme Technologies Hotline is now open. That number is 323-410-0012. Just press 1 when prompted. But if you're already listening from your phone, just press 1 if you want to talk. And we're going to go straight to the phone line in a second. But before we do that, just going to let you guys know what I was talking about when I said you could lay down the bet. And these hot topics are brought to you by mybookie.ag. What up, fam? Let's talk turkey. And how much of that turkey y'all can win making some sports bets at mybookie. The NBA and NHL playoffs are upon us. So if you haven't checked them out yet, it's a good time to go ahead and do that. Lay down some money on the biggest games in sports. You could join us and thousands of other online betting junkies. At mybookie.ag, not .com, .ag. You guys tired of placing bets at spots that give you the runaround when it's time for them to pay you? <laughs> Shout out to Niles when it's pay me time. That's why we urge you to join my bookie. You win, they pay fast, no hassle. You waste your time if you if you invest in anywhere else. They even got in-game live betting. I don't even know how you That's do this. But you, they let you, you place bets after tip-off. Kick off, face off, or whatever. So for all you flip flopping ass dudes out there, when somebody score, you know, a basketball game, somebody jump out six nothing, and you're all ready to change your pick, go ahead and make that bet. Change it. So just 
you know, join now. My we will match your first deposit with a 50% bonus. Just use the promo code WARROOM, all caps, W-A-R-R-O-O-M, to activate this offer. Visit mybookie.ag today. Play, win, and get paid. Period. All right, so let's go to the phone lines real quick before we get into these topics in these NBA playoffs. Um, we got Tobias. I'm from the hot-ass state of Arizona. What's going on? Roll damn tie. Roll damn tide, and I know Kyrie will love it out here with all these uh, snow bunnies out here. They have a lot of milk <laughs> yachts out here. Ezekiel Elliott, too. New listeners, but, uh, listeners are probably confused, though. I say, wait, said he called from Arizona and then said roll tide. <laughs> yeah, hey, they, they, I'll tell they, you this real they'll quick. They'll figure it out one day. You'll figure it out. Anyway, oh, yeah, i tell you this real quick. Uh, first things first. I know Fred will get on this, but I'm going to tell the board. truth. I watched the Alabama spring game of court. Can you hear me? Hello? Okay, okay, yes. Yeah, I watched the Alabama spring game, and let's be honest here, guys. It's over Jalen Hurts. I always pull for the black quarterbacks, but it's over. When you talk about a quarterback and the first thing you talk about, he don't turn the ball over, that's AKA I'm scared to throw the football. It's over. Mm-hmm. You can't, hey, I'm sorry. Shout as a quarterback, yeah, it's <laughs> over. Because sometimes as a quarterback, you have to make the tight throws. And, yes, I know the, the guy, too, will make those an interception. But if he's going to make those down, if you want these quarterbacks to make these down-the-field throws, he throws in tight windows, you're going to have to live with interceptions. And that brings me to the New York football Giants, the team that uh, does, has done nothing since the one Super Bowl, but seen, somehow everyone thinks that it's a great franchise right now. They will be – if they don't go quarterback – uh, they need They're to get Bradley Chubb. I know everyone loves Saquon, but it's They're hard back to find a big-time pass rusher. It Hello? It's very hard to find a, it's very hard to yeah. find a big-time pass rusher. And, and, and can hard. we be honest about this also? The, the Browns, they're the Browns. If you'll draft Baker Mayfield, number one overall, you deserve everything you get. You mean you pass on Deshaun <laughs> Watson. You passed on Carson Wentz. But who knows how they would have turned out because you got a terrible coach and a bad franchise. So they, so they actually worked out for those two young men. But they will go with Baker Makefield, who run a trick play offense at, 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 a, at a pillow fight conference where tackling is optional. I've seen church league football teams a better defense than the Big 12. You don't have to go number one overall. And, and, and the Giants, they don't have Sam Darnold falling to their laps. But no, they're going to do, hey, Eli got three more good years. The man ain't been good at six. <laughs> I, I say this again. If his last name was Jenkins, he would his ass would have been cut four years ago. <laughs> Eli All Jenkins. Right. So, so can I take this one? Can I take this one? You got it. I mean, all right. So I'm gonna address your Alabama thing real quick. Jalen Hurts. This is a PSA to you. Please transfer to Texas. That's the only place you're gonna start. Maybe Oregon. You cannot throw the football. You can't read a defense to save your life. And I don't care if your Damn. dad says you're soft. Your dad says you're, your, dad, your dad said you gave Tua the opportunity to win the job. And, well, he's right. And he's your, he was your high school coach. Hold so, on. His yeah, dad Matt Jones. Off? Yeah, his dad yeah. said that. His dad, Damn. So, so it ain't just y'all crap. Matt Jones, the third-string quarterback, outplayed him in the spring game. Yeah. And I'll leave it at that. Time to him to either Jaylen transfer Hurst. or concentrate on that degree. He, Didn't he ever Hurst get it? Is, 
Jalen Hurts is the kind of guy that is a dual threat quarterback in a run heavy offense. You don't want him throwing the football. There's, I mean, granted, you're you don't want him. I want him at Oregon. I want him at Oregon throwing the go, throwing the hitch, throwing the curl, and that is it. That is it. I don't want any very really complicated route combos. No. Um, a hitch and a curl. So you want him throwing to standstill targets? He sound like Donovan McGee. Mm-hmm. Donnie Max. And we need to move. <laughs> we need to move the pocket early and often. Standstill. He hits you. They probably had to invest in a lot of Alabama's It's going to be very real this year. I real enough to the point they can rush for, and that's it. They can literally do that this coming year. I'll get into that later. Tobias, you know you know right. how I feel about Alabama. Even though I'm not a fan, you know how I feel about Alabama. The Roll Tide Invitational, Fred. Let's call it what it is. The football season is the Roll Tide Invitational. Go ahead. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'll say this real quick. Like the basketball, for example, right? Uh, the Indiana Pacers are going to be kicking themselves when, when they lose go. this series on Friday night. How they blew these opportunities. Nate McMillan doing stunt coaching decisions and Victor Oladipo being Victor Oladipo. And, uh, and I'll say this. I, I think Cleveland could have used like a Dwayne Wade or Derrick Rose for like a game or so to help break down a defense because the, all the guys on this team right now are just spot-up shooters who can't take anybody off the dribble, which to help yeah. LeBron out right there. But, but that's what but the who, uh, who made it yeah. that way? And I, I, I got some words. It was that way in Cleveland the first time. Yeah, it, it's, yeah it's, I'm, it's, I'm it's, I'll say this also. Uh you know, and I and I gotta say this. I know Oklahoma City won last night, but Joe Ingles become one of my favorite players. That dude be giving Paul George that work every time he hit a shot. He looking for uh, Paul getting in Paul's head. But 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 I'll say this before I go. The thing about this NBA season is the one thing it started to remind me of the '80s and '90s is that you having these star players spread out over other teams, where the All Star game may comprise of three players on three teams now. So you got teams in other cities like the Utahs and Oklahoma Cities. You're like, well, Chicago, you're going to get it right. You know, you may have a player somebody wants to see, and the fans are coming I mean, out there and that's see be, as well. That's because, that's because the young players have stepped their game up. You still got yeah, a super yeah, team. You still got a, gang of, you still got a gang of people in, um, you know, gang with the uh, Warriors. But Cleveland still mm-hmm. try to do what they try to do. OKC try to do what they try to do. But these young boys, like, we don't care about y'all names. Like, you got to think about the uh, fact that Donovan <laughs> – Donovan Mitchell outplayed – yo, the other team got three Hall of Famers, and he's been the best player on the floor for the most part of the series. And, and see, and see, and, and that's not I like really. about these young guys, like Ben Simmons, <laughs> for example. They try to goon it up, but he, as a best player and leader of that team, yo, he fought he back that and that life, trickled though. down to yo, the other players. Did he ever? Yo, Ben, Ben – and that's the thing. These young boys have heart. Like, Ben, ben ain't, you ain't going to bully Ben. Like, he, he, he yeah. has dark skin. Like, so – when they tried to like check him, he got right up in their grill. Like he he wasn't about that life. So my thing is, these young dudes is coming in the league and uh, making their presence felt. And probably in a yeah. couple of years, they're gonna super team somewhere else. But anyway, I mean, at the end of the day, <laughs> James Johnson probably would have kicked his head off, but Ben still ain't going for that. Yeah, player, so. <laughs> but you know what, though, guys, I say this. I know you, I know you guys gotta run. I always thank you for taking my call. But I, I think sometimes it's that like now this playoff has been more interesting than I thought. To be honest. And I think what now you start to see these young players coming up, and it's like 
and it's good to see these young players on different teams scoring all the Donovan Mitchell's being announced to the world. The world seeing the sick the young Sixers. And the thing and, and it and it shows that if you got a plan, if you get some luck, because here's some luck for you guys. If Joel Embiid never got hurt in college, he would have been a number one pick. Well, he and he would have been shipped off to Minnesota. Right. Yes, and so and so sometimes and there's a lot of luck Parker in there. Right, man. I mean, no, but you yeah. know what? I mean, it's always it's, it's always that way, though, man. We can, we can do it's that not, all day long in the I, history I, I, of sports. I, I, I ain't knocking, hey, Jim, I, I, I ain't knocking that. I'm just saying this is how it works sometimes. It's like when yeah, Anthony I mean, Davis got I mean, drafted. What, what if, Number two was like a Gilchrist. It just happens. What if the Blazers listen, what if the Blazers uh, uh, listen to Bobby Knight and they take Michael Jordan one and they pair him up with Clyde Drexler in the backcourt? I mean, <laughs> we can play this it game happens. all day long. Yeah, so, so, so a lot so of things have to happen. A lot of things, a lot of things have to happen in order for you to build like great teams and dynasties. I mean, what if the Lakers weren't able to fleece uh, what was the Cleveland for James Worthy? Um, you know, I mean, so it's, it's a lot of we could go through our history and do this, man. But the yeah. fact of the matter is, you gotta, you know, gotta be in that space when it's time to make that move. You know what I mean? So, or, or you know, Sam Hinkie, <laughs> pretty much, yeah, Bloody, 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 baby. Kobe Bryant, and then you bring in Shaq, like. You know what I'm saying? Like, so we can do this all <laughs> day like we long, but man, you got to way, dummy. You got some, some yeah, but, but you know, hinky, I, I ain't knocking it though. But I, I wasn't knocking it. I was just saying it's like how things work out. It's like the Warriors. Like, look at where they got Steph at. Like, where they got uh, Draymond. Where they got uh, you know, aka John Spider Sally, who you know he's all right, but he's a Hall of Famer no, for some reason. The, and they the got Clay. That are willing to do it, like, but, but, but it, it's, like, it's like so drafting people and, and home growing them. It works if you have the patience that Golden State have, the, that's has, the, thing, the patience that, that Philly has. But even beyond that, even beyond has. that, you need things to break right. Like this, that's that's the great thing about championships is when you get to the pinnacle and you win a championship in any sport, it takes so many things in terms of skill, talent, and luck for it to happen. Um, I mean, when you look at a team like OKC, who drafted, who it looks like they're going to have three MVPs they had on one team, and out of that, they got one finals appearance. I mean. So many things went bad for them, but this is what you talk about when it comes to having luck and also. So it's not just about drafting the right guy. Same. When you you can put that in football as well. Look, if the the Vikings don't come up with that miracle play on the last play of the game versus the Saints, I think the Eagles play the Saints. I think the Saints beat us, and we're not sitting here acting cocky on draft night, not caring who they draft. <laughs> they just won the Super Bowl. You know, but, but that's the great thing. I really believe that the Saints were on their way to the no, ball. No, I mean, you, no said, you said that the whole time. You said that the whole time. You said that the whole time. I would have said Drew Brees so every day of the week. Can we rewind? But, my, but, but the point is, that's the great, that's the great thing about, that's the great thing about um, winning a championship is so many things have to go right. So and, and mm-hmm. once you win it, they can't take it away from you. But so many things have to happen for that season mm-hmm. to end that way. I mean, Yo, Drew Brees is a player too. Drew Brees is a player too from his career being completely looked at different. Like, if not for that one championship he got, people would be like talking pork chop greasy about his career. So, Jim, I'll, even, know, I'll I mean, even go as far as talking Brady. to him like they talk about Russell Westbrook. Drew Brees would be Russell Westbrook. Five Super Bowls. I mean, you're right. You're Time a good five plays from not having got, five votes. Yo, Tom <laughs> five plays also, from being trash. Yo, he's, he's, like, he's five, plays, the, he five plays from being Jim Kelly. 
But on the same, on the same it, spectrum, he's also, he's also a, having one. He's also a couple plays away from having what seven. So I mean, I mean that's true. Does but that's true. That's true. I'll say this before I go. Hey, guys, I'm about to run, guys, but I'll leave y'all with this. Right. If, the great Andre, if the great Andre Ingram keeps playing the way he does, like he did that one game next season, he'll probably go leave his wife for for Instagram model. But, hey, you guys have a great one. <laughs> you guys take it easy, man. He's going to find one of these dumb teams. One of these dumb teams. Yo. <laughs> hey, look, man. Joking, he, but, but, but here's the thing, though. She definitely was with him shooting in the gym. Yeah, she was. So she's like, boy, you better not. All right, yo. So LeVar Ball teaching his kids that same lesson. When the going gets tough, Uh-oh. let's get the hell up out of here. He taking um, <laughs> both of his sons out of the Lithuanian League because, he, because as usual, just with the high school coach, he feels that he and the coach aren't seeing eye to eye. Um, I guess he believes since, you know, they did bring an influx of cash. I don't know how much that really accounts for in the Lithuanian league they were playing in, but they brought something to the table. And I think LeVar automatically assumed that that was going to bring favor to his sons, even if they weren't really ready to play on that level. Now, you know, Leangelo did, he was the second leading scorer on the on the big team um, with like 12 and a half. Uh, but Melo only got about 12 minutes a game with the big team and, you know, averaged a, a triple single, a low triple single. And LeVar's just not having it, even though Melo was supposed to go back over there next year, which, you know, in my opinion, I'm pretty sure the coach was going to treat it like you would treat any other player. Okay, you were a 16-year-old on the team this year. You come back next year, your role is going to be expanded. You might even be what they're, you know, what they wanted you to be. But we know Levar really had that kind of patience. So, what do y'all think about the move? I mean, I think I think we all pretty much knew and said when this happened that there was no way they were going to play for more than one season. But now that it's happened, quick thoughts there, about it. There's, there's a couple ways to look at it. There's there's the way that you look at it, which is the pragmatic, practical way. Listen, they would never stand for more than a season. But the way he goes about doing things and the way it looks and the logic and reasoning behind their exit, yo, all of you black men that roll up <laughs> underneath LeVar and lift him up on your shoulders, y'all owe me an apology. This dude is out here making it look terrible. He's a coon and an embarrassment. One thing, because like, I'm not, you know, I ain't going to question loudly the way somebody else uh, raised their kids. I wouldn't want them to do that to me. And obviously the way his sons react to him um, and the fact that we know them period is because of him. You know, so there's something to be said there. I, I just kind of have issue with the message that he's been sending them the whole time we've known the Ball family. And it's kind of like, you know, if things don't go your way, you know, let's go ahead and quit. Like we've seen him walk his AAU team off the court. We've seen him take Melo out of the high school because, you know, the new coach wasn't going to be rolled over like the old coach. And Melo wasn't going to shoot 56 times from 56 feet <laughs> and not play any defense. Um, you know, the, the coach in Lithuania wasn't having it. So it's like every time things aren't going our way, if we can't shine like that, like we're going to quit. Like I know people right now, like I know – 
young kids whose parents think that way. But like when you get to a certain age, you have to realize as you matriculate through your your sports career, everything's not going to be like that. You might be the biggest, fastest kid when you're six, seven years old and everything's easy to you. But <laughs> if you don't learn the skills that you need to learn, like everything's not going to always come easy as you get older. And it seems like that's the point. Like he's used to them being so successful. That's what he hasn't instilled in. And this like get up and, and rolling out every time something doesn't go their way. Like I wonder, you know, in the future when they're grown men on their own, if the, if if it will ever come to that, I wonder how that'll play out in their lives because of those lessons. But just just wonder. <laughs> yeah, I mean, only I thing I got to would. add to this com- only thing I got to add to this conversation is uh. Um, who didn't see this coming? I mean, yeah, I'm we surprised they made it. I'm surprised they made it. I'm surprised they made it as far as they did in terms of uh, playing as long as they played. I should put it that way. I, I thought this was because they pacified them with that. You can run tournaments with the lower league team. So he was over there getting a couple dollars. You know what I'm saying? Listen, I mean, man. and that's what I think that I, I kind of understand when people sometimes say like, it's not about his sons to him. Because they were treating the Suns like that from the door on the big team. So mm-hmm. if you would have never gotten these big brawler brand challenges with the with the smaller team, like would we have heard this three months ago? You know what I mean? So that, here's my thing. It makes you wonder. I don't. I honestly don't think he even cares about basketball. This is about keeping that Facebook show popping. Because now he got to do something else to get some content for Facebook. Var got him a well, nice need Facebook to, deal. If that go off, I'm gonna be upset. I'm a fan. <laughs> Var got him a nice face. Var got him a nice Facebook deal. This is all about the Facebook show. This has nothing to do with basketball. You know them boys can't play basketball at the highest level. You know that. <laughs> but you know. Yeah, and and being you, one you for three I mean? ain't bad. You know what I mean? It ain't bad. Listen, man. <laughs> the Lions are gonna take care of everybody. Get, and the brand. His other kids, but his other kids, listen, they still gonna run this Facebook show. They gonna get bags and not them itty bitty bags. They gonna get money like they dead. They gonna get money like they dead. How the city song go? Them itty bitty bags. Y'all don't watch. I can tell you, y'all don't watch because y'all ain't react to that. That was bars right here. I don't know about. That was strong bars. Jimmy just spit, man. I can't. I can't. Like my dad. I have not watched that show at all. I refuse to watch LeBar Ball. He's a joke. That was Nas level bars right there, man. I don't know. <laughs> I'm, I'm and we hearing Nas. Smackdown on Cleveland. I don't support that clown. More Esco. Yo, hey, 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 uh, B Austin. B Austin, like you still, you still supporting Nas, or you cut him off because of the latest allegations? I'm Yo, sure. those are allegations. We gotta, we gotta wait for you know the investigation. Innocent and better proven guilty. He better than Fab. <laughs> Our Kelly allegations, I'm just saying. Yeah. <laughs> I hear you. So, um, yeah, that. All right. We're, let's um, run through these. We don't even got to run through all of them. We'll just talk about some of the, the stuff that's happened. We all know the Rockets beat the Timberwolves in five. Wasn't much there. Um, the only thing I could, I really noticed was, you know, they made easy work of Timberwolves, and I don't particularly think James Harden had a great series besides the 50 point hours. You know what I mean? He still yeah. looked like playoff he James he Harden. Up. He still got it easy. <laughs> um, 
the Trailblazers were swept by the Pelicans. Nothing to see here, um, except the fact that y'all know I was sick because I wanted to pick the Pelicans and I chickened out. And then they went out there and kicked them dudes in the head. Nothing to see here. They got to play the Warriors in round two. Uh, Raptors and Wizards. Raptors 3-2. Um, anything y'all noticing in this one? I mean, the Wizards are the eighth seed, so you can still you can kick Toronto in the head like we always do around playoff time, or we can say the Wizards aren't your normal eighth seed. You know, they went on Yo, the slide I got a comment, during the man. end of the season. Like, I, I've, I've been enjoying – I got something to say, man. I've been enjoying playoff basketball. Like, I, I'm really entertained by the Celtics, the Bucks, Utah, OKC. I don't know what it is about Toronto, Washington, but, yo, they bore me. And it's crazy because John Wall be out there dunking on people. And, you know, Toronto you know what, though? Players, but, but, I don't know what it they is. They bore everybody. You know why? The NBA knows Otto Porter on the games be on NBA TV instead of – <laughs> set on TNT. Dog, I, the one of the games, they put them on the outdoor lifetime, like uh, oh, HLN or OLN or something like that. They put them on, like, HLN. They, put them on, they disrespected them, yo. They put them on some trash network. But I'm like, yo, but they're even, so, and I try to watch I am, it you know. like, yo. Yeah, it's so boring, yo. You know what? Because, you know, and I, and I got into a discussion with somebody about this before because, I mean, earlier today, a Russell Westbrook hater, he tried to say to me, well, uh, shout out to Joel. They try to say, because yeah, I told him about Billy Donovan and how he looks lost. And he tried to say to me, well, you know, people who try to blame the coach, uh, Scott Brooks left and, and he had the same problems with Westbrook, but he not seeming to have those problems now. I'm like, dude, have you ever watched a Washington Wizards game? Obviously you haven't. <laughs> if you're saying that, because I live in the area, and Wizards fans be on Scott Brooks' head talking about his inefficiencies and, and how he probably shouldn't remain in the position that he's in. All they do, even when John Wall went out, it just turned into the Brooks Beal show where he comes down, do a bunch of fancy, fancy dribbling until the clock is about to expire, and then they you know, try to kick it out. It's a lot of teams running that kind of offense right now, including the Cleveland Cavaliers, and people don't seem to understand that either. Um, and these, this, this all comes up in these Russell Westbrook conversations. I want y'all, if y'all haven't yeah. noticed, I want y'all to peep this the next time the Cavs come on. On most possessions, LeBron James pounds the ball until about five seconds left on the clock. Then he starts the offense, and then, you know, it's either he's going to take the shot or he kicks out to somebody for a shot that, you know, sometimes because it's LeBron driving, the shot is going to be open more times than not. But you keep hearing everybody talk about, well, LeBron, nobody's helping LeBron out, but you're not really going to get anybody, any real numbers playing like that because you're giving role players pressure shots on almost every possession. Like they're up against the shot clock every time they touch the ball. And if they're not getting the offensive rebound and putbacks, you're really not going to get anybody that's going to help you out the way that they're saying LeBron needs help. When LeBron had help, it's because he had other players on the ball on the team that he didn't mind them having the ball once in a while. Kyrie created for himself. Yeah. Dwayne Wade created for himself. The only person who probably didn't was a Chris Bosh. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. you know, it, people it, always want to watching When you watch stuff. Cleveland play, when you watch Cleveland play, like, there is no um, – there's really no <laughs> – 
the team doesn't work with it. They're not playing team basketball. It's obvious. They look like they just they look like a pick. It looks like a pickup team. Every well, I don't even know if it's LeBron Hero ball. It looks like a pickup team when everybody recognizes, all right, he's the best player on this pickup team. This is giving the ball and he'll create yeah. for it. Like it literally looks like a pickup game. They don't look like a team at all. And part of that to me is probably from that deal in the middle of the season. Like they have no sort of chemistry at all. They don't know where they're yeah. supposed to be. I, I've never seen me, a, I've never seen a a, a a game where it's like so much pointing. Like no, you're supposed to be there. Are you supposed to be there? Right. Like y'all don't practice. And I, I I bring that up in the vein that. People, you know, the the whole internet was upset last night when when, when the Thunder came back and Russell Westbrook did his thing because people hate Russ for the same reasons they and we talked all about the this LeBron before. haters were the angry same, and that's I I noticed that too it, like most of the people I that mean, I LeBron know who supporters. are like straight up LeBron not supporters because I'm a LeBron supporter LeBron stands they're not allowed to well, like I see, anybody I, I else, see they take shots at anybody who gets five minutes of takes lines away from LeBron for, for two minutes. If you really Jimmy. look at it, besides I, I, what, what I see, what I see out of control at times, what's the difference between how he plays and how LeBron plays? Really? Yo, and there's a lot yo, of people out there right now like, oh, you crazy. LeBron, the Bron sexuals, the Bron sexuals will right. leave LeBron completely alone. Find every, they will big Ricky Rubio up and lie on Ricky Rubio and make him more than he is to hate on Russell Westbrook. And Russ but here's my thing. I see. I don't, I don't even. I don't even see that. Like on my timeline, it's more like the the Russ hate, and there's tons of Russ hate. Is more about like um, swallowing uh, Kevin Durant. It's like they won't let that go. Like they they won't let that go. So it's like, see why he left. This is why he left. It's more. It's more Durant gobbling than it is LeBron. Now, I've, I've like, seen people utilize that just to just to crap on West, but they don't really do mess with Durant right now either. But. You'll even pick up somebody you bang with to 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 say something about him. And I'm not saying there's I'm not saying there's anything because I, I enjoy watching Russell Westbrook play. I enjoy watching LeBron James play. All I'm I'm just I'm providing an observation here. Like if you look at them play, they really don't play that much difference besides the fact that LeBron appears to be in more control than than Russell. And of course, LeBron what he does produces more wins than Russell Westbrook, but their offense and the way they get assists, they're all the same way. Like when Russ does it, it's stat padding, but when LeBron waits till five seconds to start the offense and then kicks out because everybody's keying on him on the, on the drive, nobody's saying anything about that. I don't think either one of them are stat padding, but if you say it about one, you have to say it about the other. If you're that dude, but you know, people, Mm -hmm. Don't see it that way. And like I said, I guarantee you thousands of people right now thinking, oh, you crazy. I don't play nothing like watch the game and tell me if I'm lying. They play exactly. LeBron will pound the ball. If he gives it up, just, just a quick second, he'll get it back. But that's like not a real move to the bucket. Everybody's moving. He just gives it up because maybe he needed to scratch his ass for a minute and then get the ball back. Pounds it till six, maybe five seconds, makes a move, either shoots or passes. What is the difference between how they do it and, and which and which allows which allows no player to get into a rhythm, even if you're a good player? Like you and the can't funny get thing is, the of the offense. that's probably why Tristan Thompson shined for the half a minute that he did because he's a hell of an offensive rebounder when he is on the floor. So when all shots are, you know, he's the only one who's going to he, he and Kevin Love 
are going to really be the only ones that are going to give you an extra chance when you're up against the shot clock on every single possession. So, what the hell happened? What the hell happened to Kevin Love? Yo, Kevin Love just be looking like uh, LeBron pounding the ball, looking like a, like like a, looking like a spot up shooter, <laughs> looking like a spot up shooter. Yeah, but he, but he, but even beyond that, like well, I, I thought he turned a corner in those finals when he was like, all right, well I'm gonna figure out how to play, like, because the thing about it is, in Jimmy, basketball, Jimmy, they were, just, Jimmy, they were giving him eight, six to eight post ups a game during that time. They did That's switch not even it what up. I'm about. Slowed it down. A That's little. not even what I'm talking about. What I'm but saying he was hustling is. More. The, br- the brilliance of Ben Simmons is Ben Simmons finds a way to affect the game without even having to being involved in the offense or the score. Kevin the Love started to do that. Not all the time he doesn't. And Kevin huh? Love has found He's a way a point to... Guard. Meaning what? He brings the ball up court. Then they run their set. What? If you ever watch a Sixers play, when they run their set... But he has the ball he... to affect the change. No, Kevin no, Love does no. not bring the ball up court. No. You won't let me finish. I'll explain what I'm saying, for one. For two... When you watch the Sixers play, he nah, but I ain't no young boy, so I understand the game of basketball. No, but I understand that, but you need to let me finish what I'm saying. The Sixers run sets. They don't. He doesn't pound the ball at all. The brilliance of Ben Simmons, a, a second part of his brilliance is he doesn't have the ball in his hands that much. Ben Simmons, out of all the point guards in the league, has the ball in his hands the least amount out of anybody. And and but the thing is, he has yeah, the game the in so many ways. Amount of passes to Golden State all season. Exactly. He doesn't have the ball in his hands. He brings the ball up court, and he doesn't even bring the ball up court every time. But the point right. is, but, but he does he still compare to Kevin Love though? Like if Kevin you let me Love finish, Mike. Is, if if is, you let me finish what I'm saying, you'll understand what I'm saying. You keep cutting me off. Right, what I'm saying is, in that in that final series, y'all better hurry up. Y'all are friends in our friends football time. <laughs> in that final series that they won, Kevin Love started to do things outside of touching the basketball or posting it up and scoring, and he became an effective player. And actually, it's one of the reasons they won the finals because he, what I thought he figured out at the time is I can contribute in so many ways and help my team to the point where he had one of the better defensive uh, plays in the, in the um, finals to help them win the game. But even on the offensive side, in terms of him setting screens and doing all kinds of things to contribute to playing basketball, I thought he turned the corner and figured it out, but he's like he just sunk back into this thing where he just wants to stand in the corner and like just, just jack up threes. It looks like he's half-assed trying. Period. I'm not a body language well, expert, but what I'm I saying get, is I get you with the, some of the other parts, but the stand in the corner part, I don't think that's his fault. But no, I mean, but it I'm really doesn't matter. It's his fault, but what I'm saying is when he you, started going those other things, give that narrative started, no matter. They're going to give that no help narrative no matter what happens because one of the games Kevin. Only had eight points, so they included him on the. Oh, LeBron got nine. the ball had seventeen rebounds. He gave you seventeen extra possessions. But I wasn't even coming at it. What I'm talking about, Kevin Love, really has nothing at all to do with LeBron. It's Kevin I know, Love. You're not like, saying he not and again, yeah. I'm not even a. I'm not even a body language expert, but I thought that he had like figured it out, and he just went back to this like something place where he's just like he's just out there. But if you look back at the last couple of games of that series when they were coming back, um, I think it's, against the Warriors, I think it's harder to play everything. with the ball than we realize, man. He was doing hard. Harder, harder to play with the ball than we realize. Hard. I think people put up with stuff because you know you have a chance to win, but I, I think it's pretty hard to to play with the ball. You know what I'm saying? And now LeBron is in the the place in his career to where it's his duty, even if it's not a character, it's his duty. To talk to you the way he, you know, any way he feel like it, like you know, and yeah. I Kobe talk. I mean, but I, he has to carry on tradition. So if you get slapped in practice, that's just because 
he's supposed to slap your ass. Yeah, but but uh, yo, and I, I agree with you. I agree with you. Dude, but man. I also blame I also blame them because if LeBron say I'm moving here tomorrow, half of the league is going to be jumping on his Johnson to join him somewhere, even <laughs> even knowing what they know about playing with him. And then when they leave him, they they still give him like hand jobs. I guess maybe half the league is represented by LMR or something like that. That's I don't that's know, real but, talk. You know, so like something they have to be blamed like. I told you I just finished Ray Allen book. I feel like if Bron called him right now, he'd be out there. Like, yo, I'm here. Like, <laughs> just complete, just complete jaw boning. But uh, you know, oh, of course. That's all he's been waiting for. That's yo, as, as, as much for. as Kevin Love, as much as bad as Kevin Love has looked, if LeBron went somewhere and Kevin Love had the opportunity to go, I, I could, I'm going. Yo, he just made you stand in the corner for five seasons, but you still want to. I think Kevin Love was on his way to the Hall of Fame, and now he's like, you know, ain't going to be mentioned at all. But you know what? With Kevin Love, and, and I kind of got a chance to see this when Miami was Chris Bosh got put in that same spot. Chris Bosh became – it was supposed to be yeah, the big three, but in reality, Chris Chris Bosh got – it was really the – Big two and a half. Yeah, it was a big two and a half. Chris Bosh became – went from playing in the post a little bit to doing – he just became a glorified shooter. I mean, and then when when, uh, when you're in the post, uh, Fred, you are in LeBron's way. Not saying he's posting up, but he's coming down there. He's going to the right. You are. You're in his yeah, way if exactly. you're standing around. You're bringing defenders exactly. to the area if you're standing in the post asking for help. You got to get out of there. And, like and like Jim said, like – Everybody's gonna want to go play with LeBron because even having him seeing it in Miami, how many guys came to play with LeBron and Battier? And these are guys at the end of their career: Mike Bibby, uh, Mike Miller, Ray Allen. And granted, Ray Allen. You, you trying to win? You, hmm. Yeah, you trying to you trying to catch it? They were supposed to, to win. Not, where Mike not Bibby five, said, not six, not seven, not seven. too, Fred. I'm calling. I'm calling Pat Riley if I'm chasing. Yeah. It got it got to a point where where Mike Bibby was like, "Look, I'll play for free. I mean, I made all my money. Like, it, 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 that's what. It, but every LeBron team since Miami has been the same way. LeBron comes in, and it's gonna happen again. He's gonna he wants shooters. He's gonna drive. He's gonna kick. He's gonna put it to a spot up shooter who's old, and they might have one good season, and then you're just you're just a nobody again. Man, that just it feels right. Team. It feels right, and uh, to be in this position, <laughs> to wear this heat uniform um, every single night, uh, we're gonna make the world know. Not just this league, we're gonna work. The, we're gonna make the world know that the heat is back. He's back. They like the Knicks. Back from what? <laughs> Expansion days. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> All right, but no, like I said, shout out to Brown for the amazing way he finished the game last night. Um, the block on Oladipo, then the the three point shot, where I feel Nate McMillan played that all wrong. They had a foul to give. So, first of all, why are you letting him get the ball? Dudes like uh, Nance, like don't even guard him. <laughs> but <laughs> even but even if somehow LeBron gets the ball, you have to foul him immediately before he takes a dribble. LeBron doesn't like the free throw line. And, you know, goes. I mean, his, it's the way it is. <laughs> But no, no, but it's even worse than that. They had a foul to give. You wouldn't even have been on the free throw line. You would have wasted the time that they needed to do what they had to do 
Very but true. Very I, true. I think they played that all wrong, and you let him, you know, you let him get a nice. But look. we saw that scenario. And I We've watched that, that scenario slow years ago. That, that was a pretty. We saw that scenario in LeBron's first final appearance against Orlando. I mean, LeBron, for whatever reason, he 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 wants that shot, but I don't I, I don't like it either. I didn't like the move either. I don't think LeBron wanted that shot. I, I think LeBron knows he has you know, to take that shot. The, no, I think LeBron wanted that shot, and I'm gonna tell you I why. Think I'm gonna tell you why. I'm gonna tell you why LeBron wanted that shot, and, and here's why: because the game was tied. They wasn't down to. That's why he wanted the shot. Yeah, there's no, there's no, I, there's no pressure I, because you can it's not, take not the, the same kind LeBron of pressure. That's that's you, it's not the same kind of pressure because if you miss, you can go out there and still save the game in overtime. You know what I'm saying? You can you can go beast them in overtime and still get the win. So I, I feel exactly what you're saying. But it was a hell of a shot. Um, the the final two minute report came out and the league admitted that the referees missed the goal ten on the other end. Somebody tell me this real quick before we move on. Somebody like what is the point? What is the exact point of the final two minute report other than to throw their own referees under the bus? Um, no, I don't get it. Because you, why couldn't we get the call right? Why do we need to know that? They, they, I guess it's an effort. Why can't to we just get the call right in the beginning? Us that you blew it. The Pacers don't want to hear that. The Pacers don't want to hear that. The Pacers it's so that we can look back for up for another twenty game. seconds. Then. Hey, yo, Fred, they killing you in our chat. Yo, yo, they gonna do that when it's one more next game. Yo, KC Max said LeBron won fifteen to fifteen from the line yesterday, so he liked the free throw line yesterday. So I guess that's a shot at you. He doesn't, okay, let me, like let me clarify that. He doesn't want the, he, he doesn't want clutch free throws. Who's criticizing? He doesn't LeBron. want them when they matter. He doesn't want them when they matter. We can't talk about LeBron objectively without it being criticism to who's criticizing them, Casey Matt? <laughs> go ahead, go ahead, Fred. What were you gonna say? I, I, LeBron doesn't want free throws. LeBron doesn't want free throws at the end of games or when they matter. Yep. It's great, Casey Mack. It's this great is from, Fred is a LeBron. In the first forty six minutes of like, the game, that's great. <laughs> He's just being real. <laughs> and I'm the LeBron yeah, guy. I'm the, out of all four of us, I'm the LeBron. I'm the and that, LeBron guy, that's so. great. Like he went, he did. He went fifteen for fifteen yesterday. The fact that you have to put that out, Casey, Mack, therein lies the problem. Like he should be, you know, fifteen for fifteen, fourteen for fifteen. On most nights that he takes that many, the fact that we even have to point it out, he he eighty-five percent free throw, which was great, which was great. You know what I'm saying? That we'll be doing this one day about Ben Simmons. Like, yeah, Ben Simmons went eight for eight from the line. We have to do it. <laughs> yo, so we're gonna yo, have to say it. Style shot, when he his, does his style shot just visually is is, is terrible. Like. That John hurt Yo, he don't even move. Like, his legs be right he next to each other. Yo, he don't bend his knee at all. Like, like you're, you're obviously getting no coaching. Yeah, like, and if you are, that's not helping at all. My man's saying straight to him. He shot put it. The bad thing is, I remember uh, back uh, when, when Ray Allen was on the team, his free, when, when it was the Miami days, he tried to teach LeBron how to shoot free throws, and it still didn't work. And, you know, Ray Allen had one of the best. You know what, though? When you've played so, that much ball throughout your life, though, Fred, it's hard. To change, because even if you get something True. and you're in practice and you're knocking it down, when you go out there, muscle 
Free is just going to take you back to how you do it. Yeah, you know it's like I mean? a so it, it's for, in, in my world, it's like changing a quarterback. Right, right, right. Just, when you try to change it doesn't mechanic, matter how much you when that rush comes, mechanic, you're going to like a it's over with. <laughs> you can change Tebow's mechanics all you want in practice, but when it comes game time, he's dropping that shoulder. He's dropping the elbows, and, and it's going to get real ugly. <laughs> Casey Mack said you off the team, Fred. You off the LeBron team. Oh, Ain't no criticizing Brian if you understand. That's fine. Thanks yeah, for the critical. No, critical you, can't, you can't be objective. That's fine. I appreciate the two titles. So, what, what did y'all That's think fine. about LeBron buying his team uh, suits for the last two or three games so they can all come into the arena looking LeBron, dapper? Looking, looking, like, um, looking like new edition. <laughs> oh, he, bought, he bought suits for the team at the end of the series, too? Oh, that, that was nice. <laughs> Throw them in the casket. Throw them in the casket. I Throw can't them. sleep at night. I toss and turn. Yo, listen. Um, all I'm saying is, I, 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 I thought it was pretty funny. I thought it was pretty funny, but I get it because, like, the thing about the NBA and the minutia playing in the league is these dudes be trying everything possible yeah, to get an edge to build camaraderie. And when I watch mm-hmm. them play and I see just how much of a team they're not, I get why you try to do something off the court to try to somehow bring them together, but uh, obviously it's not working because. Let's be twins because we ain't got no chemistry. <laughs> yo, they're yo, and it's crazy because like it, it, as I watch them play, I'm like they may get by this series, but man, I thought they would just coming into the season. I was like, all right, well they're gonna walk through the East. I don't know, man, because they they look like just they're never in the right place on de- they're de- on defense specifically. Those guys what, always seem to be in the wrong place. That Jim, wasn't that change for this reason? Defense. They were supposed to be great on defense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, Y'all but can't change it on the You can't change on the But it literally, it literally looks like they don't practice at all. It looked like they made the trade. They were like, all right, just show up on game day. It looks like they don't practice. Pretty much. That's it's a LeBron <laughs> show. LeBron does all the work. And they he, they, they and text everybody, bring your, bring your orange jerseys today. Yeah, <laughs> like, yo, it's like, yo, like, did we, y'all practice we at all? Today. So mm-hmm. at some point, like Teron Lewis, they start getting looked at kind of crazy. Like, because I feel like he probably does call practice, but LeBron be like, "No, we ain't coming. We ain't practicing today, coach." Yeah, I don't no. feel like it. Cannot coach game with. Cannot play with. Can't do it. Cannot play with. <laughs> All right, because I know we gotta get to this draft stuff because we like way late. Quick stat of the stat of the week. Um, I mean, it has to be the comeback last night by uh, OKC. Uh, they were down twenty five points in the middle of the third quarter damn there and then Russell Westbrook and Paul George they didn't do anything different than the first half when they were just taking turns going one-on-one and missing shots second half they just started taking turns going one-on-one and the shots were falling probably mainly because Rudy Gobert was in foul trouble and was out of the game a lot so it got a little easier to get to the hole even when he got back in the game they were trying to go at him to get that foul, and he wasn't playing the same type of defense. Like, that's Yo, who Rudy I think Go- Rudy has been the quiet yeah. dominator of the series. You know, Rudy Gobert. Rudy Gobert looked like Bill Russell at that time, okay? He's like young Bill Russell. He stopped like young Bill Russell. He ain't, ain't going to so do no I, Even though I picked them to win, and I still stuck with them when they were down 3-1, I, you know, they can still win the series, but I don't know. If they uh, don't get Gobert and Favors in foul trouble, then it's gonna be they're gonna have a hard time. They're gonna have a real hard time. Yo, am, am I the only am I the only one who gets sad watching Melo play now? 
No, I, I did last Like I was last night on the group that he washed, but I didn't want to talk about Melo like that. He washed. <laughs> I mean, and it's it's cool, man. Everybody can't go 15 strong and still be balling like LeBron. Not even, you know, balling once every three games like Dwayne Wade. Like, everybody so can't everybody do that. On, everybody on ATH like LeBron either. But, um, <laughs> yo, but Melo looks, yo, but Melo, yo, that's like, I just get sad watching Melo. Like, he damn, was. dog, like, yo, that's Melo. Like, what, are you, what is this? But you know what the problem is? Melo was never really in shape, even when he was an offensive killer. So now he just yeah. looked like, you know, the slow doughboy who, if his J not hitting him, no. he ain't doing nothing for you. That dude, so. And, 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 and he'd be mentally right, checked let's, out. Like, let's... Melo is somewhere else. He'd be thinking about what pitches he's going to double tap. when He'd be, he be, thinking, about I, he be thinking about IG models. <laughs> I know he do. I know he do. Yo, but it was some crazy stats, like, from that game. Paul George and and um and Westbrook, they scored 39 consecutive points during one stretch. They scored 60 of the Thunder's final 67 points. And there was another stretch where Westbrook had 33 points to the Utah Jazz's 28. Like, yo, yo, I don't know if y'all ball. stayed and watched this, but I he couldn't go to bed because it was it was amazing, man. Both of those dudes I, I ain't go, did. I ain't going to hold you. Probably what I they didn't realize they won. The offense is still stagnant and, and corny. I didn't realize they won until I woke up. Like I thought they lost Yo, already. I went that John reminded me of that Bucks Sixers game. There's probably a lot of Oklahoma uh, City fans that didn't realize they won until they woke up. Who were at the dog? I, I was like, after this series over, I checked out. That John reminded me of the Bucks, the Bucks Sixers uh, matchup back in the day where the Sixers lost, but Allen Iverson brought them back from when they was down like sixty and took oh, Ray Allen to heart. Down thirty something. <laughs> yeah. Like you knew at that moment, Game Seven was a wrap for the Bucks because yeah. AI turned that <laughs> like they were like thirty and AI brought it down to like six. There was never a chance that the Six was gonna win that game, but he put a skin on them dudes. Like, you know, like, we coming home. All right, so let's go to the phone one more time before we get deep into this football because we got the homie Nodge been waiting on the line. What's up, Nodge? You in the war room, good brother? Hey, what up with y'all, man? How y'all feeling? What's up? You enjoying um, these playoffs? You know, man? We had some exciting we, games we, last night. Exciting fish. We, we doing better than we doing better than Bill Cosby. Yeah, indeed. Yeah, right. man. Pill, they got take, pill. We got your man Pill up out of there. Made it. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. We, I we was can sad forgive, we don't day, man. Yeah, I was having all yeah, kinds of happy Cosby Show flashbacks while I was reading his downfall today. But, but what's what's up with these playoffs, man? Yeah, the only funny thing is the people who are defending him right now, he wouldn't spit on if they was on fire. Yeah, he still. hates you. <laughs> but, uh, you ain't never lie. You ain't never lie. They're the ones that they pull their pants up. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. But uh, yeah, yeah, man. You know I got a. You know I got one complaint on y'all today, man. Uh, being objective is important, but I do think sometimes we overcorrect in trying to be objective. So I mean, like, look. What Russ does is what Russ does. Coach speak. Totally different. <laughs> totally different from what LeBron does, man. That dude sets pace uh, because totally he can't different. run up and down like he used to. He rests on defense a little bit. 
So, I mean, yeah, there's a lot of control there, but there's also... Hold on, hold on, hold on. I, I, hold on, real quick, real quick, real quick, Notch, and, and I didn't say that whole thing about them playing there, but what did you say about LeBron getting back on defense? Oh, well, he doesn't do much of that. And then as far as his guards... Oh, I thought you said the opposite. I was about to say, oh. I thought you said the opposite. <laughs> He's like, wait a minute. No, 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 no. You, you run West, the tape. He, yeah, misses, he misses assignments and then starts pointing. Yeah, he, he misses assignments and then starts pointing and everything else. I, I think their issue is they can't decide what they want to do. For a while, they'll say we're going to trap off the pick and roll, and you know, then later on in the game, they say, okay, get over. And then before you know it, it's miscommunication, open shots, and they, you know, they're getting beat down like they always do. But Russ, Russ is just an enigma, man. He, he's. <laughs> He can get any shot he wants, and, and that's the biggest strength and biggest weakness. So he doesn't understand how to control the game, how to run a team. And to a certain degree, man, I, I just want Russ moved to the two, man. I don't want to see Russ at the one no more, man. I, I want Russ at the two. Just let him get buckets and do what he do. No other responsibility. Now that That's always I, made I, sense. But what yeah. do people do these days? What most teams do? They don't care about your position. They put in their best player. He's still going to handle the ball if you move him to the two. Like, if you put a shorter dude in there with him, a point guard, he's still going to handle the ball. <laughs> so Yeah, I'm not really, saying not really handle Donovan the ball. I, I think he got this, that kind of control. Right, but this – yeah, but that's a juice issue. If your coach has no juice, you can't put him in there with Russ. Uh, the juice issue also goes to Melo. If you're going to start Melo and play him at the stretch four, then you're, you're wasting even having him. Let him run with the second unit. Let him score off the dribble and doing his little hundred head fakes mm-hmm. and, and, you know, jab steps. If you want to have him, otherwise, <laughs> there's no use in having him as a stretch forward, just spot up shooter. There's no value there. Uh, Kevin Love, though, y'all, y'all really kind of hit on it with Kevin Love. The problem is Kevin Love's skill set on a horrible team where he's just getting all of the touches and can kind of gobble up rebounds to bad stats. Then yeah, he can put up 2015. But you put him on an actual team where possessions matter. Okay, you can pick and pop. Can you pick and roll? No, because you're not athletic enough to finish a lot of times. Uh, can you actually create your own offense at the high post? Well, we thought that, but it appears that's not the case. When he actually gets the ball at the high post, the defense doesn't collapse or react to him. People let him go one-on-one and it ends up being an empty possession. So I think Kevin Love just has a way more limited skill set than what we thought, uh, than what, mm-hmm. we, what we see now. With no, I, I, mean, I, 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 I never I, thought I came, he could. I, came, I never thought he could effectively I came to that put conclusion the ball. Last year. I never. I never. I came that. to that conclusion last year. I said, all right, because you know, I, I felt bad about because I used to call him White Moses when he was in uh, Minnesota because he used to put up <laughs> Moses on low numbers, and I, and I felt like I disrespected Moses and I owed Moses an apology because when I watched him, like you know, but I also felt like that in that final series, <laughs> you know, in those couple games. He started to do a little bit more, and maybe you know with the adrenaline. I don't know what it was, but I don't know what's going on with that dude. But most man. people I th- I get it in the finals, Jim. I don't think it means yeah, you get that, it that, overall. That it's the finals. You got to lay it all out on the line. And and I think yeah, that's that what happened. I think that's what happened. Scout report. You know what I mean? At one point, you were yeah. a priority on the scout report, and then things go badly, and now the team's not really paying attention to you. And he kind of shined a little bit in that series. They played Golden State last year. Then all of a sudden, okay. Different scout report for K Love this time. What does he do? Not a damn thing. So I, I think it's more of that that one series, man. <laughs> I, that's the outlier. <laughs> you know what I mean? yeah, maybe 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 it is the outlier. But I and I'm not a body language expert, but also just watching, he seems to be checked out at times. He's like checked out. Like I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't. Know. I, I put it like this. 
I don't think he's a, he's as good as I thought he was, but I don't think that he's as bad as I currently think he is either. He's somewhere in between. All right, but yeah, listen. Every, oh, I want y'all to. Oh, sorry. I want everybody to pay attention, man. We're going to reconvene. We're going to talk about this next week. Everybody pay attention to the next Thunder game. Pay attention to the next Cleveland game and tell me they don't run their quote-unquote offense the exact same way. Like the same, I'm telling y'all, the same stuff that people complain about Russell, they're doing the same thing in Cleveland. If, if LeBron, a bunch of times, if y'all don't notice him, pound the ball to six seconds left and then start moving forward and get this that way, or even get buckets that way, then I don't know what y'all watching. But we're gonna we're no, gonna watch I, it before we're gonna talk about it. I, next I hear what you say about pounding the ball, but just look at that roster and tell me what else you would do that would give you higher percentage shots than that. You see what I mean? Like with them, yeah, but I we, I mean, we, we can't Russ, keep complaining. I mean, that's the them. roster that that's that's what everybody said. Look, the perfect team around Bron is a team full of shooters. But now you got these shooters yeah. that can't do anything Sometimes else. So that's everybody how... ain't smart, and they just say stuff, though. That, that just, look, you want shooters, <laughs> but you also want people who can create, too. When he was in Miami, uh, even at the worst yeah. of Wade, you remember Brown was shooting like damn near 60% from the field, and that was because Wade was still out there, still effective, and kind of moved the defense. So now you're out here with JR and all yeah. these boys who can't actually suck anything in or, or, or you know, do much off oh. the dribble. <laughs> that, right, damn. <laughs> yeah, I gotta give it to you. Know, nothing around. You know they. Wow. You know these dudes, the police man. You can't say nothing around. Hey man, I had to take, yeah, yeah. Hey man. Hey, hey. When you when I get caught out there, I take it, man. I ain't, I ain't gonna, yeah, I ain't gonna act like I didn't slip up right there. But, uh, <laughs> well, but yeah, man. I, I just, I, I just look at that roster and see the limitations, man. Like if you got a bunch of dudes who can just shoot, and not much else. You should yo, be good yo, defensively. Yo, Naj, what happened to Earl, yo? Woo-wee. Earl, dude, how did Earl lose his handle? I've never seen anybody not be able to handle the ball right. the way they used to. Like, that that usually never leaves. But for some reason, two bounces, Earl might give it up. Like, he cannot handle the rock anymore. You know what? So I, 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 know. I think if you don't I, I think if you don't work on your – if you don't practice your handle, I think you can lose that. Mm. I ain't got no handle no more. But but when I you know I can always go out there and shoot the ball. It seems like that doesn't leave. Well, see, I still, I still got the handle. It's just slow now. So I hit somebody with something and they still there. And at first it was shocking, but now it's like okay, oh, that, that's mine. No, that's no, mine no, too, man. I I I got the handle. Me, I just I don't know. I just ain't going nowhere. I don't. I be on my JJ Reddick. I be dribbling the ball off my foot. <laughs> Like, damn, I used to no, do dudes be guard, dudes be stepping right, so, up, guarding me close. Like it's so disrespectful to a degree. Come on, man, <laughs> ten years ago, young dude, like, Yo, you should not step up on me like this. <laughs> it's disrespectful. Well, that's man. why I just turn around oh, and show him how much I waited today. <laughs> yeah, we about to uh, jump into this football, man. So we will see. We will wrap to you next week, man. All right, man. Y'all be easy. I take it easy. No doubt. Thanks for your call. All right, the NFL draft is about 30 minutes away. Um, man, it's it's time for us to, to to dive into it for the rest of the show. I know Fred Mad like, man, y'all promised me an hour. I promise y'all. Um, we start talking about this thing of ours, man. You're lucky I stopped this when I did. Um, but we're going to skip uh, Julio Jones, Des Bryant. We're going to go straight into the draft. We can talk about that stuff um, other times. 
The NFL Draft Talk is brought to you by Digital Extreme Technologies. Do you and your business need a custom website? Well, for dynamic, professional, and most of all, affordable custom website solutions, you need Digital Extreme Technologies. No need to break the bank for an effective online presence. Top quality, results-driven websites at incredibly affordable prices and financing options are absolutely available. Visit digitalextremetech.com or call 267-205-4203. And for discounted rates, be sure to let them know that the homies at War Room Sports sent you. All right, Fred. In about 25, 26 minutes, a bunch of lives are going to begin to change. As the name called of these dudes, you know, walking across this stage. by all accounts, this should be a very interesting draft, um, quite the deep draft, uh, nice quarterback draft if you're looking for one. So how do you think everything is going to shake out tonight in this first round? I think we're going to have a ton, a ton of indecision. Uh, you're going to, I think all this, we already know what's going to happen. Nah, we, I think the Browns have, are going to find a way to screw this up again because some guy from Oklahoma is going to get picked. And, you know, when you have that type of thing going on, Oklahoma quarterbacks just don't turn out all that great. Um, I think the, the tight end yeah. position is a position that many teams need, not a lot of them. You know, if you don't get them early. You're not getting one. The running back position is very, very deep. And, it, and you know, how I feel about those early picks at running back. Um, wide receiver, not so great. And I think there's going to be some guys falling that you can get in the, late, the later picks. Uh, first round is going to be very interesting. Very interesting. And uh, the first four picks may not be so set in stone. All right, so let me let – me... Ask you this, like, you know, we've heard all day today, um, coaches and GMs are starting to be convinced that the Cleveland Browns are going to take Baker Mayfield. Like, where does that come from all of a sudden? And do you think it's the absolute wrong pick? Is there any upside in your mind to taking Baker Mayfield over the other guys that are at the top of the board? Uh, bad pick for me, yes. Uh, Baker Mayfield, like Tobias said earlier, uh, he plays in a he played in a conference where they, they it's pillow fighting. Essentially, guys don't tackle. You're throwing to wide open guys. It, I've seen, I mean, guys run wide open in these offenses. It's, the offenses aren't very um, complex. There's not a lot of verbiage. There's not a lot of round combos. You don't have to read read really any kind of defenses. Uh, and, and that's just on the field. We're not talking about all the things off the field, off the field such as grabbing our crotch into another man. That's a problem. Um, the drinking. Personally, I think he's Johnny Manziel 2.0 with all the same problems that Johnny Manziel had. And I don't think he – everyone talks about his fire and his, his, he's going light, to light, light a team uh, – he's going to set a team up to – he's going to be a rah-rah guy. Um Thirty-year-old linemen. Oh, well, they always, well, they always say that when when white guys are when white guys run off at the mouth, you know, like you know, my when when T.O. Is, on the sideline trying to trying to motivate Donovan McNabb, they're saying he's being that guy. 
But when Tom exactly. does my, it, <laughs> difference. My question is, how do you light a fire under a 30-year-old guard half on the backside of a 32-year-old guard who has two kids and a wife and he's made all the money he can, he can make and he's probably already won, he could potentially have already won a Super Bowl. What fire does he have? What are you lighting up? He's probably going to tell you shut up and go get and go make a throw. I, I'll do my. You don't have you don't have much fire, considering that he's 32 <laughs> and he played on the Cleveland Browns <laughs> for as long as he probably has. exactly. exactly. You know, that, that, does, that, that makes sense. a lot of sense. Like not a lot of guys you're going to come in and and be able to wow with your rah rah. I mean, there's some young guys that you might be able to get on board with that, but it, it'll be a hard sell, especially for a pick that they may not have been expecting until, you know, the wee hours before the draft. So. Exactly. Interesting. And, Did you want to mock top 10? Or uh, you yeah, just wanted to I mean, talk? I can. I mean, I, of course. Of course. I can always, you know, when it comes to the draft. Um, well, that, that, I'm one that, of those, I, mock the top 10 real quick. I don't want to waste all the time, all your time doing that. But, yeah, mock the top 10 real quick. Okay. Because I know top y'all were supposed 10, to on the channel and never got never was able yeah to we it. never yeah that's fine um for me and do we how do we want to do it do you want to say what who i would pick or who do you think a team will pick um who, who you would pick i don't care about um trying to predict because teams are sometimes unpredictable i mean who knew until 12 hours ago that baker mayfield might possibly go number one so <laughs> all right <laughs> tell so me who team who should I, pick who you would pick. Who, who teams should pick. Okay, so if I'm Cleveland number one, I'm taking Josh Rosen. It's not even a question. He, Sam Darnold and Josh Rosen are the, and maybe Lamar Jackson are the three quarterbacks you want. Sam Darnold, the, the turnovers, they bother me. Uh, and it's not the interceptions, it's the fumbles in the pocket. Uh, he, and his, his, his ceiling is like, Andrew Luck, but his floor is like Jameis Winston, so it's not terrible. But I, when I look for a quarterback, I want a quarterback that's going to challenge my coaching staff as much as my coaching staff is going to challenge him. He, Josh Rosen brings the ability to be one of the best passers in this league. And also he has no speaking out on some things. Either Josh Rosen is going to be the ish or – Jameis Winston and fell off the earth if he's somebody's floor already. <laughs> but no. Um, I heard Tory so Smith today say that um, he said that Lamar Jackson was the quarterback prospect in the draft. He did preface it by saying, you know, he was talking about the disrespect, people acting like he can't throw. So he may have said that out of anger. <laughs> but he said he thinks Lamar Jackson is the best quarterback prospect of the draft. New York Giants at number two. At number two, if I am the New York Giants, Bradley Chubb is very interesting to me because if you can't, if you don't have a quarterback, you better go, you better go get someone else's quarterback really quickly. But with, because we have quarterbacks on the board, this is where Sam Darnold comes off the board. Eli Manning is, is getting up in age. Why not go ahead and solidify your quarterback position now? Let him develop under. Let him develop with a two-time Super Bowl champion. Let him learn the bad habits that he that Eli Manning is going to make, and let him say throw all of those things out the window. Okay, if you don't have to uh, start Sam Darnold at all for a year, at least just don't do it. 
Don't let, just let him sit. Let him redshirt. This is the perfect situation, a la Aaron Rodgers to, and Brett Favre. Sam Darnold is my pick in this situation. Casey Mack said he hopes the Browns take two quarterbacks. Um, the Jets, <laughs> number three. All right. So the this this draft, you're gonna you've seen a trend of quarterbacks coming off the board quickly, very quickly. Uh, the Jets. Right now, you need to keep up with the Patriots in your division. We don't even need to worry about winning Super Bowls. You need to beat New England first. You need a quarterback. The quarterback position has been terrible, and it has been bad for this team for a long time. This is where Baker Mayfield will come off the board. He has the arm. He has the he has that that raw raw to get a team to believe. At least he'll bring hope to this team. This team needs a quarterback. I don't believe in running backs this high, so you'll never see that coming. They don't need a pass rusher. They need a quarterback. At least in the next couple I mean, of years, got, Tom Brady won't be they there. They got Teddy Bridgewater now. No. He's not no, going to no. light it up? No, no, yeah. no. no, no. <laughs> Baker Mayfield is the answer. Um, so, assuming Cleveland does what they've been saying they're going to do, somebody else is going to end up being the answer, but this should be in a perfect way, I guess. Okay, so Cleveland at four. At number four, the, the obvious answer many have given is Saquon Barkley, but me as, if mm-hmm. I'm Cleveland's GM and Saquon Barkley falls to me here, and I also have Bradley Chubb, I'm going Bradley Chubb. Simply put, I got my quarterback. Now it's time to go get go after Ben Roethlisberger, go get after Andy Dalton, go get go after uh, Joe Flacco. How do we do that? We go get Bradley Chubb. Put him on the other side of Miles Garrett. That defense now has two bookends for the next ten years. Let's go get him on defense. This is a no, no, a no-brainer. Sorry, Saquon. We don't believe in running back in the first round. Wait, so you didn't say you just said Bradley Chubb was interesting at the Giants pick, but you who you put there? You, you for you the Giants. I'm taking the Giants. I'm taking. I'm taking Sam Darnold. Okay, you just said Bradley Chubb is. Interesting to them. Okay, I, I feel you. I'm about to say you didn't draft this Bradley Chubb twice. Um, no, 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 no. Jimmy's former team, the Denver Broncos, at five. Uh, the Denver Broncos have a, a really interesting dynamic here. You can go running back, and you can go get a very dynamic running back in um, Saquon Barkley, or you can go get a big, big arm quarterback. And you know John Elway loves his quarterbacks. Probably reminds him of him. Big, tall guy, athletic guy. I think Josh Allen fits in perfectly here. Trevor Simeon didn't work. Paxton Lynch didn't work. Um, it, it's just it, this Matt, is perfect. Can I ask you all a question real quick, though? Can I ask you all a question real quick? Why are they, why are they singing the national anthem in the draft? To be a smart ass. <laughs> Go ahead. Oh, real quick. <laughs> never mind. I'm a little. Why aren't we t- taking a? Well, never, I'm, I'm gonna leave that. Alone. I'm gonna leave that. Alone. Well, you know it's a black. I'm gonna leave that. Alone. That's all they've hired to sing it since the whole kneeling and sitting down. They're gonna see how many black people they can get to sing the down. But anyway, and they nah. keep doing it. Nah. All right. So where where are we? My bad. I, I threw us off track. We're at number five with the with the Broncos. For the Broncos, I'm giving with them the Broncos. Josh Allen, quarterback, Wyoming. Simply put, they need a quarterback. John Elway can, can kind of – you have you have an interesting dynamic here because you have Kate Keenum coming over from the Vikings. He can be your bridge. 
he's not a great quarterback, but he'll be a nice bridge uh, for the, the young guy to come in. But and, he's and an NFC some, championship quarterback. Mm, that's fine and all, but when you have a Vikings defense like that, you're <laughs> going to be good. It doesn't matter what you do. <laughs> uh, yeah, just like the Eagles defense when Donovan was there. Anyway, um, Indianapolis <laughs> at number six. <laughs> no shit. Indianapolis at number six. This is a this is a great spot for them to go ahead and and take a uh, take a running back like Saquon Barkley is perfect for them. Simply put, he'll be a dynamic piece. Uh, you don't have a lot of help in the backfield now. Uh, Frank Gore is gone, thank God. Uh, so take the best player available. Go help Andrew Luck out. Um, and because there's no offense, actually, I take that back. I take that back. I take my card back. I want Quentin Nelson, offensive guard. <laughs> I want to protect my quarterback. Protect my quarterback. Yeah, and you've been getting beat up. And, yeah, we we've been getting Andrew Luck a little too beat up. So I, I picked up that phone. I thought about it. Let's call it audible. Forget what the GM says. I'm turning this card in. Quentin Nelson, guard Notre Dame. All right. Well, Doug Martin is gone from Tampa Bay, and they're on the board at seven. Could it be them? The Tampa Bay Buccaneers does not need to make any luxury picks uh, on the offensive side. <laughs> uh, Quentin Nelson is off the board. Uh, you can running back as a position you can get later on in the draft, but we can't. We need to help our defense. Uh, Jameis Winston can put up points, but if he can't, if he's in shootouts all the time, we're in trouble. Derwin James, Florida State safety. Uh, I had a t- I've actually had a chance to see him since he was a junior in high school, and yeah, the Sean Taylor comparisons aren't there, but he's a very, very good player. Uh, Minka Fitzpatrick doesn't really fit what they do on defense. So that's where I have to. I have that's my cutoff, and that's if that's splitting hairs there. That's the only reason right. why. I mean, Fitzpatrick no, doesn't fit. You don't need no safety. You don't need no safety. If Brent Grimes is on the corner, then Miko backing him up. So you know she got that. <laughs> <laughs> she got don't that. Don't be talking about Miko. No, she'll be going to get there. you now. She'll come <laughs> get me. Don't get me in too much trouble. Don't get me in too much trouble. Miko can get my followers up. This me. All right. Um, Chicago Bears at number eight. The Chicago Bears, uh, they have a chance to pick up a dynamic weapon, or they can go ahead and pick up a a very very good player on the back end of their defense. They've already the talks of Jordan Howard being traded, Tariq Cohen being traded. Both of those are I don't think those are any really real factors here. Um, Minka Fitzpatrick is off, is still on the board. You also have Denzel Ward on the board. Trey Edmonds, uh, Tremaine Edmonds is also on the board for me. Um, but you got to take the best player available. This is where Saquon Barkley can come off the board here. Uh, realistically, he won't he won't fall this far. But um, if I'm drafting here, I'm drafting to win, not to sell tickets. Uh, here, Saquon Barkley fits. Put him on. He can do so many different things and help out that offense. All right, so um, I'm going San Francisco at number nine. Oh, my bad. <laughs> I think they can go ahead and take him. Um, man, Phil Matic, shout out to him. He would love that. Um, Oakland Raiders at number ten. This would be the last we do before we just give a few minutes of final thoughts before everything starts. But Oakland at number ten. All right, so the. 
the Oakland Raiders at number 10. Uh, you got to go Denzel Ward here. Uh, you, you have to serve the back end of that defense. Uh, there's no pass rusher available that's going to fit, but you do need to. The Oakland Raiders gave up so many, so many yards through the air. You got to do something different. And how? What better way than to go get Gary and Conley's old teammate at Ohio State, who was just as good as him, and go create a no-fly zone, especially. Don't you think they need a linebacker with with the departure of Navarro Bowman? More than uh, linebacker is one of those positions like running back, fullback. I can wait on Roquan Smith. Mm-hmm. Uh, Roquan, uh, Roquan Smith is he's good, but I'm not willing to spend those kind of resources early. I can wait a little bit on him, mm-hmm. so I gotta go secondary because at the end of the day, the NFL is a passing league, and when you're in a league where you got Pat Mahomes over in Kansas City throwing, he's gonna be throwing the ball a lot. You might want to go cover somebody. <laughs> All right, Fred, New England Patriots at 23. The New England Patriots at 23. And 31. Uh, 23, Lamar Jackson. This is, if Lamar Jackson's on the board at this point, which I think he may be, uh, Lamar Jackson fits perfectly. Like I told you guys weeks ago, the theory behind it is he comes in, he plays the backup role, but to keep you happy, we'll keep you on the field. We'll put you in, the red, in, in red zone five yards, ten yards out type of situations will put you on the field, almost like a wildcat quarterback, but you can throw the football you, you're wishful uh, thinking. using him in very different ways. <laughs> Lamar Jackson has also said he wouldn't mind being the backup to Tom Brady. That'd be perfect. And on top of that, kind of makes sense Tom Brady when you got an old decrepit Brady, take him off the field for a few plays. Makes sense, but... <laughs> And see, and see, this is the fun part. This is the fun part. Well, Josh McDaniels had a little bit of experience with this type of quarterback. He had Tim Tebow in Denver. But Tim Tebow wasn't the athlete that Lamar Jackson is, nor was he the passer Lamar Jackson is. You can use Lamar Jackson in different ways. How can you deny this type of talent? And in a couple of years when Brady and Belichick are they're riding off into the sunset, this will be Josh McDaniels' team. The experiment will be figured out by then. Everything's great. At All right, well, I'm going to skip over y'all at 31, and I'm going to ask you what those Super Bowl champion of the world, <laughs> world, Craig, <laughs> Philadelphia Eagles, are going to do at 32 with the last pick of the first round. I'm hearing running back a lot. I'm hearing Chubb. I'm hearing um, um, Tony, Tony Michelle. Yeah, Tony Michelle. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. I knew a dude named Tony Michelle, my bad. <laughs> you agree with that? No, I don't. I don't agree. You know how I feel no. about running backs. And quite honestly, you guys have you have a running back there. By uh, 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 Jay Ajayi, we signed the guy. Make him happy. Um, yeah, he's a they don't, they don't know what's up with his knee. They got questions fine, about his I, knee. Uh, and why Miami came the roster, the guys. I mean, you guys don't – you know what you guys need, and I'm going to bless you with something really good. Isaiah Wynn, offensive <laughs> lineman, Georgia. I'm just saying. Hey, Jason I'll Peters, you, you know, don't know what you need. Yeah, you know I'm, I'm all with that. I'm all for that. I only asked you that question because I only asked you that question. I wanted to say Super Bowl champion of the world, Philadelphia Eagles. Mm. Fred, I mm. don't give two F-U's. <laughs> About who the Eagles take in this draft, dog. We just won the Super Bowl. 
See, I don't even acknowledge From the bottom of my heart, thank you, dog, if we didn't do this See, sports thing, like I wouldn't even acknowledge that a draft was going on tonight. But you wow. know, I, I, I just wanted to ask you that because I want to say something about the super duper champion of the world. I hope, I hope Carson <laughs> Wentz does it come back, and I hope Nick Foles is done for y'all. Enjoy the enjoy the abyss that is the top five pick for the draft next year. Hey, how about that? One? I, how hey. about that? One? I could die happy now, my dude. <laughs> I could die happy. All right, so so final thoughts. All right, we you know mm-hmm. that's the top of the first round. Um, how deep is this draft? Because I you know you hear that sometimes and it gets to be cliche at times. How deep is this draft? You know, our our team. Do you think there's a high percentage of guys that teams are going to come up on before fifth, sixth round, stuff like that? Or is that just draft I talk? I actually do. I think this running back class is going to be very valuable to a lot of teams that are that cool. draft smart. Um, you're going to be able to Which get is why dudes like don't need to be taking running back in the top five picks. Exactly, because you have guys you like Ronald Jones, Mark and Walton. Kareem Hunt. Exactly. Right. When you have guys like Mark Walton, you have Rashad Penny, Darius Geis, uh, Ronald Jones, you have guys like that. You can get in the second, third, fourth, fifth round and they can be productive players. Why go after Saquon Barkley? Just saying. Um, the cornerback position, this is a passing league. We need people to cover. Uh, that's going to be a very critical part. Um, I think this is the linebacker class. It's going to be pretty good. Um, it's it's kind of top heavy, but I think you'll be able to find some guys later on. Pass rusher is going to be pretty okay. The only positions I don't really love too much are tight ends don't really love the tight end position, and I don't necessarily love the safety position. Uh, there's a few good guys uh, across the board outside of your Mooka Fitzpatrick. Yeah, guys like Jake Kerwin. Oh, you don't want any guys like that. <laughs> Definitely don't want any guys like that. Um, <laughs> in the quarterback position, it's going to get deeper than those guys that you – Casey Mack the said, uh, keep preaching, Fred, Mahomes, because, you know, he, he... – KC Mac, so mm-hmm. Mahomes. Mm-hmm. Oh, that yeah. offense and, is going to be That's that that yeah. offense in Kansas City is going to be ridiculous. And I really, I'm actually looking. I might be watching a lot more Kansas City games this year. Um, it's going to be a lot of turnovers, but uh, it's going to be a lot of touchdowns thrown too. I think he can let it rip. Um, I think this quarterback class. They think Mahomes is a better good. prospect for Andy Reid right now than Donovan McNabb was back in '98. Oh, more than definitely. Or even Pat 99 Mahomes when he is, really started. Full-time starter. Pat Mahomes can do a lot more with that, with those weapons. You got Tyreek Hill, Sammy Watkins, Kareem Hunt. You got Travis Kelsey. Those guys are going they to – already, they already have a nickname. We haven't seen one down from these guys already. I mean, there's the Ferrari. I mean, the whole offense is called the Ferrari. I mean – you got to do something to get a nickname. I mean, they're going to be trash. Um, I bet, I bet you they're going to win the Super Bowl, though. Like the Eagles did. Uh, <laughs> mm, mm. I'm not champion. Champion. All right, come on. Final thoughts because we got to get out of here in like 10 seconds. So, go ahead. 
if you, you don't it. have a quarterback, be if you don't get one of the top four or five quarterbacks, be patient. Guys like Kyle Lillotta from uh, Richmond or Mason Rudolph will be available. Don't overreach for quarterbacks. All right, and there you have Ruth it. Be told. Jim, you got us? You got us, Jimmy, or I got him? You got us. My my bad, my bad, my I, bad. I, 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 didn't, I didn't want to interrupt. Uh, I, I didn't want to interrupt Fred. I didn't want to interrupt Fred and all that. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know, but we can get out of here though. Thank you, brothers and sisters, for joining us for another briefing in the war room. Shout out to everybody in the chat room, Facebook, Twitter, those in the group me at. We appreciate it. And all the calls who called and got through, look, salute to you. Those we couldn't get to, we apologize. You only had so much time, and you know we ran out of time while letting Fred do his thing. And special thanks to you, Fred. Thanks that for coming through right. to you know talk the draft. That's what you do. I mean, you know a lot about college football and football. I mean, your basketball knowledge is a little suspect, but we love you for your football <laughs> talk nonetheless. Uh, tune in next week, live right here or on demand, as we catch you up on everything happening around the world of sports. Listen, NBA playoffs are continuing. The draft will have happened by then, so we can recap that. So until then, enjoy your weekend. Enjoy your weekend. We'll see you right back here. Catch everything we do at the hub at warmsports.com. Get my book at sportsthebook.com or at warmsports.com. Again, that is the hub. So until next time, everybody, don't accept mediocrity. Be steadfast in the war against ignorance, and we'll see you chumps on top. www.warroomsports.com What? Ain't no more to it. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.